0: Break sound, all the cute girls shout, get the good looking guy. Good looking guy, when there's a crime out there, he's gonna be called his cause he's the good looking guy. When the crime breaks out, all the cute girls shout, get the good looking guy.
1: The year is 2021. But it's not a 2021 you know, or that Disney Channel could ever imagine. A year and a half ago, the world was supposed to be attacked by a virus causing a global pandemic. But of course, head of the CDC, Stuart Minkus, would not allow this to happen. Uh, because of his innovations in RNA vaccination rates, Stuart Minkus saved the country from a virus. And this year, We're celebrating the birth of his third child to his lovely wife, with his lovely wife, Lauren. A girl he met on his senior ski trip and who he consoled when a boy viciously broke her heart. The political climate of the world is not what you would think it is either. President Angela Hunter has captured the hearts of the people with her progressive ideas. Many of the things that we used to worry about, systemic racism... Uh, Violence, poverty, while still problems, are being addressed in thoughtful, real ways. While she captured the minds of the American people, Vice President Topanga Lawrence-Matthews has an iron grip on Washington, D.C. Because of her work with Congress, many corrupt acts like gerrymandering and the Electoral College have been abolished. Lobbying is also prohibited and the military-industrial complex's funds have been redistributed to less corrupt areas. The world is at peace, and this administration has a wonderful approval rating. Angela and Topanga's husbands are always up to shenanigans, sneaking away from their Secret Service to go do documentaries. Uh, Corey, a filmographer, and uh, Sean, a writer and photographer, have been doing documentaries for the better part of ten years. But they both got their start somewhere very special. See, this year is very special for one of many reasons. But one of them is it is the 25th season of America's most popular TV show. Most popular 25 years running. You all know the theme song. When a crime breaks out, all the cute girls shout, get the good-looking <laughs> guy. <laughs> when there's a crime out there, he's gonna comb his hair, cause he's the good-looking guy. That's right, when Eric Matthews was 18 years old, he started a television show. Eric Matthews, good-looking detective. And Sean and Corey were able to intern on that and get into the filmmaking industry. There, this year has been declared the year of the good-looking detective. And the centerpiece for that show, for this whole celebration, is what you all are involved in. You see, this year, we're having its very first spinoff. And it goes something like this. There's still crime out there, but he can't do it alone. He's the good-looking guy. He needs an apprentice or two, and it could be you. It's the good-looking guy. Good-looking guy Academy. Brought to you by... Good-looking guy Academy. Brought to you by Eric Matthews, good-looking detective. A reality show to determine who will be the next good-looking detective we've had a crazy season we've gone from 12 contestants to four and this the final episode we will determine who will be the next good-looking detective stay tuned for the finale
2: okay amazing (laughs) fantastic
1: (laughs) so that's the setup that's the world we live in in this show um we're going to play the final episode of a. good-looking detective reality show um now you won't be playing it like you would be watching it like you'll be on set you can interact with the production team you can talk to the producers the directors um and i'll give you more background on the show here in just a second but right now we're going to jump into character creation if that's all
2: right well first should we introduce who's on the call with us oh absolutely we probably should do that absolutely thank you Uh, so Sarah do you want to introduce yourself first
3: yeah my name is Sarah Ferguson I'm from the shit 90s shows taught me podcast um we do Boy Meets World weekly as well as Dawson's Creek and some other 90s content we are currently on um mid season three so um very exciting we're enjoying the season um but we have like a lot left on the horizon for Boy Meets World
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. You guys are going fast, though.
3: Yeah, we decided to start doubling up for now, um, at least until season four, at least until the good stuff starts happening. And then we'll reevaluate. But um, yeah, it's, it's been good. I think that we needed to push through seasons two and three. I think that that was probably the right decision. It was. Mm-hmm. Trust me.
1: And our other guests?
3: Uh, I'm Tanya.
1: And I'm Alden.
3: Uh, We're from Boy Meets
4: Girl Meets Boy Meets World, and we right now just started season six. Like, we recorded the first episode yesterday, so... Wow. We were talking, uh,
5: like, about how close we are to finishing the show, and realistically, we still have a year's worth of podcasts, so...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, but you guys are in the college years. I can't wait to get to the college years just to, like, I don't know, re-experience them.
4: We were talking like on our show when we were recording yesterday about how we can't wait for you guys to get to the, to this particular episode because of your timeline. And we cannot wait to see you try to muddle through the first episode of season six and the timeline that they throw at you.
1: Okay. We, yeah, it's, we've created quite a cage for ourselves.
4: (laughs) This one might stump you quite a lot.
5: I think we actually said this week on our podcast, we were like, Chance and Cam are going to get to this episode and just be like, all right, we're done. We quit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's the last episode. We're going to become an actual play podcast now. (laughs) See ya. Never again dealing with this nonsense. (laughs) Um, But yes, some of our very favorite people. We love podcasting with uh, Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. We're sad that Jess couldn't be here. And Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World um, to play this game that we think is going to be a lot of fun. Hope so. Um, So I'm going to give a little background on how to play the game real quick. Um, It's fairly easy. Um, We're going to create your characters. Um, I've got a list of questions I'm going to ask you guys. And I just want you to, in silence, write down your answers. Um, So you're going to kind of create your character and then introduce them to me and yourselves kind of all at once. Um, so I'm just going to ask you guys some questions. We're going to do that. Um, when we play, there's only one stat. So um, eventually I'm going to have you pick that stat. Um, and it's you're going to pick a number between two and five. Uh, two is the himbo stat. So the the lower your stat, the more himbo you are. And the higher your stat, the more scholar you are. Um, so it, basically, in this game, if you're going to like cross a ravine, if you're just going to run and jump it because you think you're that awesome that would be a himbo role you're going to want to have a high himbo stat if you're going to engineer a bridge you're going to need a high scholar stat does that make sense Mm
2: -hmm.
1: what's your i guess
2: you want a lower number if you're a himbo
3: yes Mm -hmm.
1: you want you you want a lower number if you're a himbo and a higher number if you're a scholar doesn't mean you can't do the other one it's just going to be harder um so that's kind of the way it's going to work so even now be thinking if you want to be more of a himbo type character or a scholar type character um after we create your characters you guys are going to help me create the last episode i've got a table that we're going to roll to kind of figure out what's happening in the last episode all right um and then um after that we're just going to play we're going to play that last episode
2: perfect sounds awesome
1: um so uh real quick you guys have been uh contestants there it started with 12 it's down to four um the, the I'll do a whole introduction but the host of the show is Rebecca Alexa the jeans girl and the judges of the show are Eric Matthews good looking detective and his mentor uh, George Feeney so the himbo and the scholar <laughs> themselves perfect um, you guys are um, so one or two of you could end up being the next good looking detective but also zero of you could be if you don't solve the final mystery. So you guys have to work together. You want to stand out, but you want to you want to stand out, but you've got to solve the mystery together. Okay. Um, and this is a part this is a rule that I've added. This is not in regular lasers and feelings. But so I have what I'm calling five producer points. I can spend a producer point at any time to introduce unnecessary conflict <laughs> into your guys' <laughs> adventure. Mm. Um just, you know, just crazy stuff happening. But you guys have collectively, all of you together, have five drama points where you guys introduce conflict, unnecessary conflict. If you guys use a drama point, that takes away a producer point from me. So if you guys introduce your own unnecessary conflicts for this reality show, then I don't, I won't be able to introduce conflicts on you. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm.
4: And thats is that five points collectively, all of us yeah. together, so you, five points?
1: Yeah. You, you, you guys have five points basically to take away my five points of introducing Unnecessary Conflict because I'm the meddling producer of the show.
2: <laughs> Amazing.
1: So um, that's kind of the setup. Do we have any questions? What do we think? Anything like that.
3: Why does the producer want to meddle?
1: Because <laughs> I need ratings. I need good ratings. Oh,
3: of course, yes. <laughs>
1: we need drama
3: i love drama
1: um but yeah so that's kind of the way the setup
2: Mm -hmm. i better get a good package uh, the way that i'm presented in this (laughs) better just be dynamite
1: (laughs) (laughs) we can come up with packages sometime maybe (laughs) all right are we ready to move on to character creation
3: let's do it let's
1: do it all right so you'll need a paper and something to write with and like i said um, this will probably cut out a lot of this part because it's gonna be a lot of like quiet thinking. Um, but just write down r- write down what you choose. Um, you can tweak these any way you want to, but the way you create your character will give you certain bonuses and things like that. So because um, you want to be experts on things and the way you create your character will help you do that. So um, this is who you are in real life. who you're a good looking something in real life. So what were you? And I've written a few down here. Were you an, an aspiring actor? Were you a firefighter? Were you a cook? A construction worker? A teacher? A businessman? Or were you in lawn care? This is before you were on the show.
2: And it could be other things too.
1: Yeah, you can do other things. These are just some examples. Okay, and this is what kind of detective you're portraying on the show. Um, I've chosen these from like real characters, um, but if you can think of another one, go ahead. Be, feel free. Um, the first one is like secret agent, so James Bond esque. Uh, the second one, are you did, are you kind of a detu- deductive detective, a more Sherlock Holmesy, um, a snarky detective, a la Veronica Mars, an action hero detective, kind of your rush hour detective where you're supposed to be a detective but really all you do is get in fights. Are you a more Law and Order realistic detective? Are you a superhuman detective, kind of like? Um, Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes, or are you a mysterious detective? Oh. Okay, so this you're gonna choose a number. You're gonna choose two, three, four, or five. So again, five is very scholarly. Two is very himbo. Um, you can be you can be a female character too, but I'm still calling it himbo because it's based on Eric. Um, but so the way this is gonna work is. If you do something stupid, you want to roll a high number, a number that's higher than your himbo rating. If you roll roll something scholarly, you're going to want to roll a low number. So Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um, how big of a himbo or how big of a scholar are you going to be? Alright, now you need to figure out your cool detective name. Names are so hard for me.
4: Me too.
1: (laughs) You can go online and use a random name generator if you want, but you got to make I yourself Google, a cool just, detective like,
4: name. good detective names? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, actually.
4: I'm going to do that. <laughs> there's a lot
1: of Sherlock Holmes, Veronica Mars, Dick Tracy.
2: What is it? Uh, is it Munch in Law & Order? Is that his name? I have no idea. Abed Nadir. There's, ob- a, there's a Law & Order episode of Community <laughs> okay. where Troy and Abed are the detectives. It's the best
3: hundred and two detective names. <laughs> wow <laughs> No, I came Buzzfeed. up with my own Top I don't need I don't names. need one hundred and
1: two names. Detective names. <laughs> dot
0: <com. laughs>
3: I don't need you.
1: So just somewhere on your sheet, note that this is your inventory, and you can collect other items as we as the game goes on. but this is what you have. You have a detective costume in your preferred style, so if you wanna imagine what that looks like, feel free. You can tell us later. Um, You have a smartphone and you have a uh, prop gun. Uh, If you wanna tell us what your prop gun looks like, feel free. Uh, Your prop gun only works on extras in the uh, the show. Makes sense. (laughs) All right, and then the final, this is the final choice you guys are gonna make. This is your own personal goal. Completing this is how you personally win the game. Um, do you want to become your childhood hero? Eric Matthews, good-looking detective. Are you on this reality show to make a family member proud of you? Are you just on it to gain 15 minutes of like, fifteen minutes of fame? Are you on it to uh, prove that you're the best looking? Um, are you just... Wanting to meet all the famous people associated with Eric Matthews. Um, are you there to win every challenge every time? Or are you there to be acknowledged by someone? Like gain the attention of President Topanga or First Lady Sean Hunter?
2: Vice President Topanga or First Lady Sean Hunter? <laughs> First and gentlemen. First
1: Gentleman? Why are you on this show? Why
2: is this the hardest one?
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's your motivation? So now we're going to pick so that this season of television um we're gonna pick what its strengths and weaknesses have been so i'm gonna read you guys the list and then you guys collectively talk about what you think so we're gonna pick two strengths for the season and one weakness um so has this season had these are the strengths a great production team a huge budget a large supporting cast great guest stars live studio audience a stunt team um, or a very open and honest producer. And the weaknesses, um, loose safety regulations. Uh, again, live studio audience, but in a bad way. Um, an unattentive production team. So, like, like the, pe- the people who work on the show aren't very um, good. Uh, cheap sets. Um, falling ratings. Has Rebecca Alexa just been a terrible host? Or have the producers just been way too meddling? So you guys talk about what the strengths and weaknesses of the show have been. So
3: I think we got to go dangerous. Let's like make this whole thing explode. I think our weakness should definitely be like broken sets or dangerous (laughs) situations. Let's make this spicy. What do you guys think?
4: I agree with that 100%. That was my first pick for the weakness.
3: Yeah, I
1: like that. loose safety regulations.
3: Yeah. Loose yeah. safety regulations. Let's just just like go risers
4: harsh. falling and mm-hmm. lights,
3: electrocuting right. people, <laughs> loose wires, <laughs> like all of that, all the fun stuff.
5: I like and, that. All right. But and I'm writing strengths.
3: it down, strengths. Yeah,
5: mm, I forgot half of uh, them already. A good
4: audience, a yep. good yeah. studio yeah, yeah. audience. Mm-hmm. A
1: live studio audience. Um, In Ogan a good producer. way. Yes. Uh, do you have a stunt team that comes and helps out? No, we do uh, our own
3: stunts. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, good. Definitely <laughs> do our own stunts. Great guest stars, large supporting cast, big budget. I love and a big budge. Yeah. Big budget?
4: Maybe. I think I a wanna- big budget, though, wouldn't a big budget kind of, like, negate the loose safety regulations? maybe but
5: one no, like, of like they're like we have so much money let's just have all these fireworks and they're like who can set off fireworks and they're like i don't know
4: oh that's a good point
1: <laughs> yeah, just it's very eric though too like uh-huh. we have a lot of stuff and we don't know how to use it properly yeah perfect yeah
5: okay so we got to
1: do two though so big budget is one
5: and live audience right okay
3: yeah in a good way does that work is that Sarah, yes. is that okay with you? That sounds amazing. I would love anybody to cheer me on, let alone <laughs> a live studio, and, uh, studio audience. That would be spectacular. And I'm sure I'm chance, can... would chance
4: would agree, or Cameron would agree.
3: Do you? But do you agree, Chance? Do you agree?
1: <laughs> I love it. I was hoping loose safety regulations would be the one you guys choose. So
3: <laughs> it's just so, so um, like endearing. To have the entire place just fall apart <laughs> on us.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm just a big OSHA fan, and I really want OSHA to just be breathing down our necks.
4: What people don't realize is that the reason why we're the last four is because we're the only ones who made it out <laughs> without going to the hospital.
3: <laughs> I know, that was one of the weaknesses I was thinking of, like like uh, medevacs and quits. <laughs>
1: Um, so while Cameron is indisposed for a moment, I have never really watched reality TV um, until I started dating the girl I'm dating right now. And we have been watching like Lego Masters yep. and Forged in Fire together. I don't know
5: any don't, of this stuff.
3: I don't know Forged in <laughs> Fire. I know we I've watched heard Lego of Masters in our house. Um, uh, I feel like my favorite part of Lego Masters is the presentations. <laughs> but. Yeah.
1: I, I agree, when they're done with everything and they showed off.
3: Yeah, I was not feeling, I don't know if you saw this week's winner, but I was not feeling the winner. I was like, what do you mean? Did you watch it?
1: No, I'm not a few yet? episodes behind. Okay, never mind. We just watched the one where they they like had to build skyscrapers a certain mm. height, but then, and then they put them on it. a shake plate. Yeah. So that's like two or three episodes behind, I think. Okay. But yeah. Alden and Tanya, it's, an epi- it's a show where they literally, like, build crazy stuff out of Legos.
4: It sounds amazing. It does
1: sound amazing.
4: Unfortunately, on the Hubs. only thing that graces our television is Critical Role. And Boy Meets World once <laughs> a week. And Boy Meets World once a week. That's fair. <laughs> uh, I have two... never
1: watched reality shows, but...
4: I used to. What? I used to watch a lot of reality shows. But like America's Next Top Model and oh, yeah. Project oh. Runway reality shows. And um, Rock of Love and what was the of Flav one? Funny that girl one. Of Love. Yeah, that one. I watched Wait, is I'll The
1: Rock of Love where The Rock was trying to find a girl? No, it was, was, was Brett uh, Michaels.
3: I would yeah, watch that. Yeah. yeah.
5: <laughs> Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I I watched a lot of the MTV stuff, and then that was it. Like the Real World and Road Rules. And then, oh yeah, I watched those And then the Real too. World Road. You can't say those two words together. Road no, road it's so road.
4: hard. Road yeah. Rules Challenge. That's why it, they changed at that yeah. speed,
5: it doesn't count.
4: Then they yeah, changed it to the I, challenge. The
3: challenge to make it easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: just easy to say.
3: It was I much easier for reality reality me to say TV? when I was like
4: fifteen. <laughs>
2: Our mouths are old now. Um, my favorite reality show is The Mole.
4: I
3: love The Mole. Which
2: is just wonderful.
3: It is. You know what The
2: Mole is? They just put season two on Netflix, so you yep. have to go watch it right away. Yep. It's required watching.
3: It is. I it's like,
2: it is so good.
3: Yeah, Celebrity I... Mole, loved that.
2: Essentially, the way it works is it's this group of people, and they're completing challenges sort of all over the world. And as a complete challenge they win money, but someone in the group is the mole who's trying to sabotage them so that they win less money. At the end of every episode, everyone takes a quiz to see if they know who the mole is and the person who does the worst has to leave. And so the whole time they're doing these challenges and people are like acting suspicious because they want to draw suspicion to themselves because they know they're not the mole. And so then people vote for them so they can try to pick the right person. What if they get the mole super early?
4: Then don't they introduce another mole?
2: No, they don't vote out the mole, it's just the person who does the worst on the quiz to try to guess who the mole is. Oh, gets voted off. I see. Oh, it's sort oh, of like okay. Danganronpa. So, I've always wanted to play that game series. So the mole should do the best because they know who they are. <laughs> right. That's and they're true. probably protected by the quiz where they probably don't even need to take <laughs> it. Just in the quiz, I am the mole. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> you did it.
5: Yeah, danganronpa is okay. really fun. but
1: I, I've always wanted to play it. I'm glad it's coming to Switch. Um, okay. So Cameron, we picked uh, our strengths, are big budget, and a live audience. And our weaknesses, we got some loose safety regulations. Nice.
2: Just how you want them.
1: So this page is just going to tell you kind of how the game works. Um, For every time you try to do something that has like an uncertain outcome, you're going to have to roll a d6. Um, If you are prepared to do the thing, like if you knew about it ahead of time and you have an item or some kind of um, heads up that you're going to do it, you get to roll an extra d6, and then if you're an expert at it, this is kind of like your, um, what, what you do for a living and what kind of detective you are, if you, if you are an expert at the thing you're going to do, so if you're a mysterious detective, like, you're an expert at, like, sneaking or doing something unexpected, just stuff like that, you'll roll another d6, so you can roll up to three d6, um, with, with your own power, um, your success. So if you roll, if, if you're like, I want to jump across the ravine um, because I'm so awesome, I'm going to have you tell you, you have to roll himbo, which means you want to roll below the number you picked for your.
2: Um, you want to roll above the number you
1: picked. Oh, yes, yes, thank you. You want to roll above the number you picked for your, like, stat. Um, if you're like, I'm going to engineer a bridge out of limbs that are nearby i'm gonna tell you okay like you have to roll a you have to roll under the number you picked um for your deal um if you don't succeed you fail obviously um if you uh, roll one dice and succeed you get um you'll succeed but i'm going to introduce a complication to it so you sort of succeed um if you roll two dice if you succeed on two dice you just succeed way to go you did it Um, and if you get three, uh, you succeed plus something else good happens to you. Does that make sense? Yep. Um, so you, you succeed and something else happens to you. Um, if you roll exactly your number on one of your dice, so if you picked a three, a three, a four, a four, all that, um, you get what's called a himbo scholar moment. Um, and a himbo scholar moment, you, you do succeed on that roll and, um, you get to ask me a question. And um, is there a chat feature on this? Yes. Okay, I'll put these. I'll have Cameron type these questions in because you'll hopefully be getting to ask them fairly often.
3: Uh, private, if yeah, if you go to private chat. Okay.
1: Um, but you can ask one of the following questions: um, What's the real challenge?
3: What's
2: the real?
1: Um, What are the producers thinking right now? Um, You can ask, what are one of the judges thinking right now? So you can either ask what Eric is thinking or Feeney is thinking. Oh, um, what blank character's motivation is. So, what a character in the scene's motivation is. Um, What's being hidden from us as play uh, from the players? And then um, the final question, which I'm not going to explain, but I think as we play will be more understandable. Where are the people at the production team right now? Okay, so if you roll exactly your number during a challenge, you'll get to ask me one of those questions, and I will answer it honestly. Does that make sense?
3: Yes, yes.
1: Okay, this is the final piece of setup, because I explained to you guys producer points and drama points. So this Mm -hmm. is the final piece, and the only thing that's required of you for is I want each of you to roll a d6. And Cameron, I need your pen. Right now? Yep, roll a d6. You're good. And tell me the numbers. Four. Five. Two. Five. Okay. you got to give me one second. This, Your numbers, I've got a table here. Your numbers are going to build the episode.
2: hope it's a good one.
1: Get all those Emmys. So I've got um, a thing here. Uh, a thing, and it's like the this week's guest star, and then I've got six choices, so one of yours picked that. Wants to, six choices. One of your dice picked that. Um do something with six more choices and then so they can six more choices. So you guys just built the episode like what the plot is going to be.
4: Like Mad Libs sort of.
1: Yeah. Can you can't look at
2: this. I won't.
1: It's a secret. Okay.
2: You got it covered. <laughs> it's covered. <laughs> you put a tissue on it. My one weakness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So we're ready to play. So I'm going to do a quick introduction um for this week's episode and then um, you got, and then I'm going to say something like, and let's meet the final contestants now. And then, uh, do you guys want to come up with an order? How- Should we, we roll,
5: can roll
2: for,
3: for it? Roll, yeah, roll for it. Yeah, an roll order. for it. That's a good idea.
5: Two.
2: Highest goes
3: first. Yeah, highest goes Six. first. Six. Yeah, I got a two. <clears throat> I got four.
1: Okay, so we've got, uh, Tanya, Sarah, and then you two need to r- have a roll off. Roll off. I rolled a one. Four. Four. Okay, so we'll do uh, Tanya Sarah, Alden, Cameron. I'm not going to sing the song again. We're assuming that this part is after the song because singing the song embarrassed me. <laughs> it was a you good did fantastic.
2: Song. Yeah. I sing every time we have a guest.: It's, it's true. true, you do, and that's why you're the one who does it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so when we're introducing ourselves, are we just telling the like the four things um, Yeah, about us us the or
1: four t- things um, just say your name, like, but kind of try to make it like a reality show, like, I'm Dick Tracy. In real life, I work at the grocery store. Um okay. But, like, what kind store, of detective disgusting. we
4: are, and...
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be a little gamey, but let, we'll try to make it kind of fun like a reality show. I don't know.
4: But we don't sense. need to say, like, whether we're, like, himbo or scholar, or doing. Um,
1: yeah, go ahead and say that. Like, just, just, like, our number? say your number. Or, okay. Yeah, at the end, and, like, why you're on the show. Okay. So those those five things, I suppose. Um, and you'll introduce yourselves, and then we'll jump into the episode. I'm going to have to act like Rebecca Alexa, because for some reason I made her... Oh, I can't wait.
2: <laughs> the jeans girl? The jeans girl. You're not even wearing jeans, Chance. It's true, I'm not. <laughs> commit. you got to commit. Okay. You can never be so. Rebecca.
5: You're always Rebecca Alexa.
2: Exactly, Yes.
1: Sarah, uh, so you haven't gotten to that episode yet. You're real close, though. It's the New Year's episode.
3: Mm, okay. Yeah, I really, I really <laughs> am. I'm only like a few episodes away.
2: Get so excited for it! It's
1: <laughs> Rebecca it's Alexa, the jeans model. Mm.
2: <laughs>
1: we have come a long way in the last eight episodes. Sure, why not? <laughs> We've come a long way in the last eight episodes, from 12 contestants down to four. These four contestants have been through so many things. They've had to use their ability to construct a crime scene and their ability to deduce the location of missing items to find the good-looking guy's best friend Jack Hunter's lost item. It was, of course, an engagement ring that he gave to his long-time on-again, off-again girlfriend, Rachel McGuire. They have They have gone all the way to Europe to find Eric's... Childhood best friend Jason, and what dungeon Desiree Eveline Hollinger Beaumont put him in. (laughs) (laughs) They have teamed up with Vader to fight the corrupt and exploitative WWF wrestling system. And, of course, we cannot forget last week's penultimate episode, where these four were instrumental in taking down the criminal empire of Griff Hawkins and his number one enforcer, Harley Kiner. But this week this week the stakes will be the highest they've ever been before this is the final episode and we will determine who will be the next good-looking detective let's meet our contestants now shall we
4: i'm hazel hastings i'm a good-looking farmer i have a sherlock style detective style (laughs) using deductive techniques and i'm a three nice that's a good
1: thorough (laughs) and why are you in this competition
4: because I wanna win every challenge,
3: every time.
1: All right, and next we have...
3: Hi, my name is Margot Marbles. I was a pet medium specializing in pets, uh, pet pigs specifically. Um, I would say that I'm a supernatural detective with a bit of a mysterious edge. And, um, and the scale of am I a himbo and, or am I a scholar, I would say that I am a solid two of a himbo. (laughs) Um, Not going to lie, you know, no scholars around here in these parts. Um, And then the reason why I wanted to be on this show is because I would love to start my own. detective company specializing in uh, speaking to animals to help me solve the mysteries and um, and if I can do anything else is I would love to get some fame recognition around here uh, just so that people can get the word out and I can help more pets and more people
1: all right and next we have
5: my name is spark sandals I'm the, uh, that's right, the college quarterback spark sandals. Never made it to the NFL. Wasn't too worried about that. But I was great in high school, great in college. Uh, I'm obviously all action, all detective, all the time. And obviously my high school number was two, so total himbo. (laughs) The reason i'm here is because i want to win every challenge because i got to prove that i'm as great as everybody said i was in high school
2: <laughs> i loved it so much and next we have it's a pleasure to meet you all this evening my name is bertrand beaumont but everyone calls me beau back home in louisiana i was a good-looking librarian and i'm a benoit blanc style detective bit more deductive, bit more personable. Makes a lot of metaphors and allegories and what have you. Um, I'm a four <laughs> on the uh, scale of two to five. I'm a four. Um, as I said, everyone calls me a beau, and my real goal is just to get all the kids back home to really read more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Those are our four unlikely contestants <laughs> on, today's, on today's ultimate episode of Good Looking Detective Academy. Um, so yeah, I love her characters a lot. What we was got? Sarah's name?
2: Oh, sorry.
3: Oh, my name is Margot Marbles.
2: Okay. Margot Marbles. <coughs> what was your name again, Tanya?
4: Uh Hazel Hastings.
1: You guys love the alliteration. I'm digging it. We really do. We all did. It. <laughs> <coughs> Amazing. Uh all right. Margot Margot uh, Margot Marbles, Hazel Hastings, Spark Sandals. <laughs> and Bertrand Beaumont Bertrand Beaumont but everyone calls me Beau. are you related to Desiree Evelyn Hollinger Beaumont? no relation no relation okay okay today the challenges are bigger the stakes are higher and we will see who wins (laughs) a big crowd's cheering because we have a live audience yay yay and out comes supermodel former supermodel it's been 20 years former supermodel Rebecca Alexa. Hello everybody. Hello wonderful audience and of course all you wonderful people at home. Are you ready for the final episode of Good Looking Detective Academy?
0: Yay! Woo! <laughs> I can
1: hardly wait. Um well, I'm uh, I can't wait a single second longer either. So, without further ado, let's it, let's introduce our judges one final time. We have the most famous man in the world, Eric Matthews, good-looking detective.
0: Wow. Yeah, Eric.
1: <laughs> we should have had a, you yeah. Maybe applause a, a sound bite.
2: <laughs> Maybe I can get one. And put it in in post. It's going to be okay.
1: Um and his mentor, the man who taught him to be a mentor, George Milhouse, Eric says, Feeney. Um, And, of course, we would be nowhere without our wonderful contestants. Give it up for the four finalists.
3: Woo! Thank, thank you. Woo. Thank you. You guys come
1: out on stage. Does anyone want to tell us what you look like? Help us paint a a mind picture for the people at home. What, what What's your style? Ooh.
4: I'll go first. Um, so I have to be uh, very practical on the farm, so I've brought that into the competition. I'm wearing a pair of houndstooth overalls um, that kind of have a lot of pockets and stuff in it to carry any gadgets I might have. And um, I also have, like a Sherlock style hat on in case we have to go out in the sun at all to do anything. I have to protect my face from the sun. Love it. <laughs> Smart.
3: Yeah. I, um, have a black turtleneck. I love a turtleneck, um, with some black jeans, very mysterious, but I don't want to, you know, when you're speaking to pets, you don't want to distract them with bright colors. So you have to like be, be, you know, one of them. Um, so I love to wear a pair of sunnies. Sometimes I wear sunny sunglasses during the day. It's just because I'm just trying to be, you know, incognito at all times. Um, don't mind me, but um, yeah, uh, just a just a casual all black look. Love it, amazing. I'd say
5: I'm I've I've got kind of that quintessential. 80s movie, uh, gym coach, where like I used to be super in shape and and now I've kind of like let myself go, but I still think I'm in really great shape. Uh, he's got like, um, a, like a trench coat on over a varsity jacket, but the trench coat is just like this super generic detective. Trench coat that obviously I got on set one day and they were like, You can't wear that. And they just threw him a trench coat. <laughs>
2: nice. I love it. <laughs> um, and then I have on sort of a really just very snappy gray suit. Light blue shirt, dark blue tie, gray vest, gray jacket. Just looking, looking really good. Probably some like tortoiseshell glasses. Ooh. Uh, that
3: sounds nice.
2: just really just going for it you all sound like
1: very good-looking people i guess that's the name of the show though Mm
2: -hmm. it's in it's in the name Mm -hmm.
1: um all right uh so you guys come out the the audience is applauding and rebecca's like eric what do you think of your four proteges and eric just he gets really excited he's like they're better than i could have imagined um I think they will be great to uh, come alongside me and really just learn from me the way I learned from my mentor, Mr. Feeney, who taught me to be the great, incredibly handsome man I still am today. Um, And Feeney just kind of rolls his eyes. I don't think he wants to be there. Um, (laughs) And he's like, what have you guys thought of the show so far?
3: I feel like the show has, you know, opened my eyes to so much about, I've learned so much about being um, and accepting, you know, that I am a good looking uh, detective. Um, I already knew that I was a detective and I already knew I was good looking. I just didn't know that I was a good looking detective. And this show like really, um, you know, connected the dots for me.
1: That just, that's inspiring to me. Eric Matthews, good looking detective.
5: I just never realized like how strong I was, and it's really good to know how strong I am. I'm really happy about that, and I I just I always knew that Eric was a good looking good looking guy, but he's a really good looking guy. I didn't think that Mr. Feeney, his mentor, was going to be so not good looking, but I I'm here for it. You know, whatever we all walk our own path. You know,
3: the man's 95.
5: It's no excuse. (laughs)
1: I I think Mr. Feedy just like has this what am I doing here (laughs) Uh.
2: you know I just I just like to think about the, the little Bertrand Beaumonts back home in Louisiana growing up right now and being able to look on the TV and seeing themselves been able to really achieve something today and just getting to be that role model for those children back home and yeah you, you just so many so many fan letters that i've received just <laughs> thinking how great of an influence i can be for all of them just for just the, the little bit of detective work that i do here on this show eric's like smiling and nodding. he said like yeah whatever man
4: <laughs> um it's been really great to realize that while i always knew that i was incredibly good looking that i also have so many skills that i can use from my personal life to um you know kind of help with action sequences and um helping people out of dire situations uh i just i really do have so many smarts and so many gifts and it's been really great to be able to use all of them, while also looking incredibly good.
1: I love all of your characters a great deal. This is very fun for me. Um, Thank you.
2: That was Elvis. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that, was, that was Elvis. <laughs> Much obliged.
1: Um, yeah. Eric's just like, and all of you are so good looking. Not as good looking as me. Even in my old advancing age. But, um, well, uh, I think we're just gonna go easy today. Um, I think, you know, we're just going to kind of get to know each other. And then then an alarm goes off, like a blaring red alarm. Um, I pull out my gun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And out from side stage walks who else but Corey Matthews and Sean Hunter. (gasps) Uh, The crowd goes absolutely wild. Um, They walk in. Hey, Eric, what's what's going on? Why would you call us here? I hate talking to myself in games just so you know so i will try to do this as little as possible it's so hard hey eric Hey, bro what what's going on why'd you call us here um what are you you talking about core i i didn't call you here in fact you you shouldn't be here you should you should go no we got like express notes like be here and don't bring our secret service details where's your where's your secret service details as far as they know we're trying on clothes at a mall in in poughkeepsie um uh, okay well who would send you who would send you a note like that and Sean's like, I don't know. I, I I can't do a Sean impression, apparently, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Who who could it be? And then the big screen above the stage comes on, and on it you see Topanga Lawrence and Angela, president and vice president of the United States of America. Uh, the crowd again goes wild, and they have their fingers stapled, or steepled together, looking very maniacal. And they... And they say, uh, in an obviously pre-recorded message, Eric, we have been watching your little show, and we have some problems with it. We need it to end right now. And to ensure that this happens, we have taken steps. The camera cuts away. And you see Amy and Alan Matthews, and they are strapped to a bomb. A big, <laughs> comically oversized <laughs> bomb. If you don't want something bad, to happen to your parents. You end this show. Right now. Eric's like, those that's my mom and dad. Like, what what can we do? What can we what can we do? Like and he looks to you guys. Can you guys help my
3: parents? Of course we can.
4: <laughs> right? Like Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And just I mean, it's really just a matter of a couple minutes. We'll have them saved.
5: I can totally win the game or save your parents or whatever. Yeah.
2: I've been workshop and some catchphrases so here we go looks like there's danger afoot tonight well I like football I'll, I'll take... yeah i get it <laughs> so, oh. I'll, I'll take that as a yes
1: yes we're not canceling this show president of the united states and vice president <laughs> um and then to uh angela responds we thought you might say that never solve the three challenges in one hour that it would t- require to save your parents and the screen goes black of course <laughs> uh rebecca alexa comes on well you heard them. we have three challenges tonight three challenges to determine who will be the next good-looking detective who is going to save Eric's parents or will all of our challengers fail and they meet their ultimate end? And there's like a little explosion graphic. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. And cut. Um, that was the intro scene. Great job, everybody. Uh, great job. I don't know what you said, but great job. Anytime. Um, what do you guys do? I mean, I'm
5: so scared right scenes. now. <laughs> Why is everyone so calm now all of a sudden? His parents are in trouble.
4: It can't be a real bomb, right? I
5: just got a call from the president.
4: Yeah, but the vice president's in-laws are on that bomb. That's what
5: makes it extra scary.
2: (laughs) Most murders do occur within the same family, so this wouldn't be too surprising to me if this were real.
3: Christmas is going to be really awkward this year. (laughs) Um, I can solve this (coughs) in no problem. You know, I, you know, have spoken to dozens of parakeets that disable bombs all the time. So where's the nearest? Yeah. Yeah. Where, where's the nearest like aviary? And we can figure this out in one, one minute.
0: What Wait, are you talking airport, to live parakeets
2: you know? or to dead parakeets?
3: Either will do. So
2: I don't feel like the dead parakeets would be such a good people to give you advice for disabling a bomb, depending on how they did.
3: you questioning my skills? Can you use... No, I'm
2: just questioning the parakeet skills.
4: Can you use wild birds? Because I think there's like a couple nests up in the rafters in the studio. I don't speak French. <laughs>
2: Oh, I, I, I do a little bit, <laughs> a little bit.
3: Yeah, I can be a translator then, maybe.
1: Uh, so, uh, Rebecca comes to you guys. She's like, "Hey guys, so we're gonna get we're gonna get set up for the first challenge. Um, but we got some people who want want to meet you first. Uh, this is Corey Matthews and Sean Hunter, and they come through and they shake your hands. They say they've been watching all season and they think you guys are the best co- competitors." You guys made it here on skill.
4: But who does Sean think is the best looking contestant? Um,
1: <laughs> hmm, how do we determine that? Hmm. I guess we're going to have to roll for it. <laughs> um, I think you all get to roll 2d6 um, because you're prepared for this. Um, you're always prepared to look good. So roll d6 twice. Are we rolling for himbo? Or uh, for... You know, just roll.
3: Two fives.
1: Ooh, oh I rolled wow. a one and got a, a two. four and a one. <laughs> you rolled a one and a four.
3: I have a one, a one and, and a five.
1: <laughs> okay. So clearly he thinks Hazel Hastings is the most attractive.
4: Mm. So basically, on the show. I can go home. That's all that matters. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, Sean keeps kind of glancing over at Hazel, Hazel like, wow, well, she is a good looking detective.
4: Obviously, you're going to leave the President of the United States of America because she obviously has some issues. So, when you do, just, you know, let me know. Uh, oh,
1: oh, yeah. Oh, He, like, looks at Corey. Does she not know this is a game? <laughs> I just don't understand why you two are so calm. You know them. He, he doesn't know it's a game either, okay? <laughs> um. So... Corey and Sean are going to be on set uh, all day. They're going to be part of some of the challenges. So uh, we're really excited. We have the budget to bring them in. Um, so yeah. What do we do? That's one of our
2: <laughs> benefits we have. Is the oh,
5: budget. this is part of the show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. I get it. I figured it out. <laughs> you... He's a good detective. <laughs> yeah. He's like,
1: okay. There's those detective skills. There's those detective skills in action. Um, so uh, Rebecca comes. You guys know how this is going to work. First, you're going to have uh, your deductive t- challenge um, where we're going to the Oval Office. Uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Then we're going to have our action challenge. And then we're going to have our wild card challenge. So let's get packed up in the vans. We're going to the Oval Office. All right. All right. <laughs> So yeah, but this episode is going to take place in the White House.
2: Sweet, (laughs) just like my date with the president's daughter. Uh, Yes, that's true. (laughs) Though I heard that's not not on Disney Plus yet. (laughs) No, so sad. No, it's
5: it's fine. (laughs) It's fine. In 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 idealized twenty twenty one and real twenty twenty (laughs) one.
0: Yeah. Uh, Neither one.
1: Um, I'm just saying, I like my future of the Boy Meets World cast way better than Disney Channel's version of the Boy Meets World future. Yes. Yeah, Any anything yeah, would be fan. better. <laughs> uh, Alright. Okay. So we're in the vans. We're on the way to the Oval Office. You guys are setting up to film in the Oval Office. And... Um, well, I mean, do you guys want to tell me any of your thoughts? you just want to go on to, with the next scene. What do you think? I'm ready for the next scene.
4: Me too. Mm-hmm.
2: Let's get to it. All right. <clears throat> it's hard to do talking heads in mm. an audio format. It's true and I don't have a gray suit, so I couldn't do I couldn't do a video one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um,
1: so Rebecca Alexa comes on. So the very first uh, your very first challenge. And there's, like, a small studio audience kind of, like, behind the camera in the Oval Office. Um, I don't really know what the Oval Office looks like. I've never been, but I know what it looks like on television, so that's what we're going on off of. Um, so there's, like, two couches, a table in the middle, a big, big desk, big windows behind it, and uh, uh, American flags everywhere.
3: Mm. Do you know what's on an... Um you know all over the oval office eagles Whoa. oh
1: that's true you can talk mm-hmm. to the spirit of our nation yes
3: <laughs> perfect you know very patriotic um, they don't have much to say they just <laughs> they just said, they just said welcome here and i said thanks we are welcome here
1: i i, I love this medium character we've created you've created you've created, you've created. It was a royal Wii. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's kind of the scene. And there's like a camera looking at that part of the scene. You guys are behind the desk at the moment. And uh, there's an audience kind of behind the, um, the camera. Now, just because this game is a l- Like, it was a little bit for me to wrap my head around. You are not playing the show. You're playing people playing the show, if that makes sense. So, like, feel free to use the audience. Like, if you Mm. need to move the camera, move the camera. Stuff like that. Like, I mean, you've got to have a reason for it, and you're going to have to roll and do things, but, like, maybe there's a production assistant. I don't know. Say you call over a production assistant. But do you guys get kind of the the difference? You aren't necessarily... you, You are trying to complete the challenge for the show, but not necessarily, like, in the world of the show, but in the world of, like, actors. So. Right. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that was clear, because I don't want you guys to be pigeonholed into just one thing. But, do it however you see fit. Um, remember your drama points, and we're going to go ahead and get started. Um, so, Rebecca comes on the air. All right, we're here in the Oval Office, the most logical place to find the people who have kidnapped the good-looking detective's parents, but they aren't here. The minute we walked in, the doors closed and locked it was a trap. They knew we'd be here. We need the good-looking detective team to find not only the way out of the Oval Office, but if they can, the location of Amy and Alan Matthews. Good-looking detectives, start your searches. So you guys are just free to roam in the Oval Office. What are you gonna What are you gonna do?
4: Mm. I'm going to walk around to any of the shelves in the room and see if any of them open into secret passageways.
1: Oh, I love that. Um, what is your character's profession
4: again? A farmer.
1: Oh, a farmer. So y- you are not an expert in finding secret passageways. <laughs> I guess not. Um, <laughs> but I will say you were prepared to do this. Um, you did it very quickly. So go ahead and roll 2d6 for me.
4: Oh, goodness. A one and a two.
1: <laughs> um, oh, and this was a scholarly thing to do. Um, so you were actually trying to roll roll below your number. What is your number? Three. Okay. You got two successes then. Woo-hoo. All, All right. right. I, mean, I, need to, uh, I need to remember Scholar versus Himbo. I need to tell you what you're rolling. Um, so, yeah, you were rolling Scholar. You wanted to roll low. So, uh, yeah, I say you uh, you hit a book, uh, you pull it, um... We're going to say it's um, Sense and Sensibilities is the book. Uh, you pull it, and you reveal the president's secret panic room.
2: I
4: knew it.
3: <laughs> Look, what everyone, flush- over here. We am not going go in first. In there. No, I'm not, first. <laughs> I not first. I go straight in. I go straight <laughs> in. What do I see? <laughs>
1: um, so it's a panic room. There's a lot of uh, TV screens that are turned off at the moment. Um, there's a way to lock yourself in, and no one else can... Get out. Um, that's, all you, that's all you initially see. There's a computer. I'm going to try to turn on the TV. Okay. Um, I, yeah, we're going we're gonna to say you roll for this. Um, are you an expert <laughs> at turning on televisions?
5: I would imagine. That's all he does anymore.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, oh, one rule I forgot to tell you guys. You can't help each other with things if you want to. If you have a story reason for helping, you can give a D6 to someone by explaining how you help them. Anyway, um, so, if you want to work together. Anyway, that's a rule I forgot to tell you. Um, You turn on the TV and... Oh, wait, you have to roll for it. Never mind. I'm sorry. Roll 2D6 for me.
5: What do I need to roll?
1: Uh, You were rolling Himbo.
5: Okay, so I need to roll above my number, right?
1: Yeah, you need to roll above your number.
0: Oof.
5: I rolled a 2 and a 3. My number's 2.
1: Okay, so you got... A himbo scholar um so you get to ask me one of the questions and i have to answer honestly
5: i want to ask what is being hidden from us that seems um cheap in this situation
2: <laughs> well or effective but, <laughs> yes.
5: um here's a, here's addictive. the
1: answer here's the answer i'll give you um there are several ways you you, you kind of re- have the realization that there's probably several ways out of here including through this panic room um so the way out isn't really the the challenge uh finding the location is and only he can act on that information. So don't like I, try to play the game as if all of you don't know that. Okay.
5: So does anything come up on the TVs?
2: Is it Oh yeah, and you you succeeded in your <laughs> roles as well.
1: I forgot. The TVs are broken. Uh yeah, so the TVs come on, um you're able to to find a a hidden switch um, that turns them on. It wasn't really all that hidden, but, you know, in your (laughs) brain, you're like, oh, I found it, got it. (laughs) Um, You turn on this hidden switch, and uh, you see cameras pointing at uh, the desk, the president's desk. You see a camera pointing at the central table, um, and you see a camera pointing at the back window.
5: Hmm. You guys are not going to believe this. But we're all on TV right now.
2: <laughs> um, Alright, I have a question. For who? I don't know. I'm, I'm <laughs> just asking you out of character. Oh, you, you used your character I know voice. I did because so, it just was funny. Um, <laughs> when we were watching, was this where the recording was? And they're like, we have them strapped to a bomb. Uh, no, it's just a black screen. Okay, so it wasn't, we didn't know that they were here? No. This is just the logical place to find the
1: president and vice president. Uh-huh. Got you, got you. At least in TV world.
2: Well, I, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to note the points of egress within the location and see if I can determine if there are any sort of track marks or footprints or ways where you see people were traveling, maybe being drugged or dragged, okay. attached to some sort of a explosive device. I imagine they would weigh quite a bit, and so their footprints would... Be much heavier.
1: Okay. Um, are you are you an expert in this in any way? I'm a deductive detective.
2: Okay. And what, what your job is librarian. Mm-hmm. I tell people to be walk gently, <laughs> gently on the library floors, please. <laughs> this is a place of learning.
1: <laughs> um, I'm gonna go ahead and let you roll two d six. Quiet mouths and quiet footsteps.
2: <laughs> and you're a rolling scholar. Quiet as a church mouse, children. Someone to roll low yeah you want to roll below your number well shoot tarnation
1: i rolled double sixes um you are convinced that this long track um that goes just zigzag across the entire floor um almost purposefully i guess i
2: don't know but you were convinced it means something. Well, when you, when you notice the marks, the way they get heavier and lighter as they travel across the floor. That clearly is a message in Morse code sent to us <laughs> by Mr. Allen. He was, in, he was in the Navy, you see. He was a Navy man, so he knows all of these things. So, you see, that it says, we are going to Puerto, Puerto Rico, <laughs> is what it says. It's the strangest thing. I'm going to need to think about this.
1: huh. Um, uh, Mr. Feeney goes, just under his breath. They vacuumed the floor before we got here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right.
3: So I'm going to go check out the desk situation. And I go around to the back of the desk and I try to open up some drawers. um, But I see underneath the desk in a dog bed, a small pig named Little Cory with a little, a little tag that says Little Cory. And I want to ask Little Cory where we, where uh, uh, Amy and Alan were, were pulled in what direction. Can I do that?
1: Um, yeah, I think, I think it makes sense. Um, I think because it's been 25 years since he got Little Cory, um, I think you actually saw the ghost of little Corey. <laughs> oh,
3: out. sometimes I get confused. You know, they, the apparitions appear to me so strongly. And sometimes I, I don't it. know mm-hmm. if it's a ghost pig or a real pig.
2: The veil between the physical and the spiritual worlds has grown thin here. <laughs> as the weight of the world rests upon the shoulders. The it's
0: a it little gets.
3: sad that the dog bed is still under the desk, though. But you never oh. forget a pig. You never that's forget your always, pig. Ne- that's what I always say. <laughs>
1: Um, okay. Yeah, I think I think you get to roll to talk to little Corey. Um
3: Perfect. Uh
1: let's no let's roll. I think you get 3 because you're prepared to do this and you are the pet medium. So, <laughs> yeah, you get to roll 3 dice.
3: I got a 2, which I think is my number, a 3. Okay. And a 3. I don't know what that means.
1: I, I'm actually trying to decide what it means, too, because I'm trying to decide if you were rolling himbo or scholar. Oh. Um, I think you were rolling himbo. This is, like, looking for the president's pet pig <laughs> seems mm-hmm. a little reckless, but hey, it works for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you succeed, um, and you get to ask me one of the questions. Okay. Because you've got a, a, a himbo scholar.
3: Okay. Um, What? I want to know what the producers are thinking.
1: Um, The producers are thinking, um, hmm, that's a good question. Uh, The producers are thinking, uh, I really hope that they do this challenge really fast um, because the next challenge is going to be the one that brings in the ratings. Um, This one is pretty easy and it should be able to get done with.
3: Okay. Okay. Now, um, what, does, what does Little Cory tell me?
1: Uh, yeah, so, man, Little Cory, he's been waiting years for someone to talk to him. Um, Poor guy. Even, even Sean kind of was neglecting him there by the end. Um, first Cursor, he's chatty, he's got a lot to say. Um, but Little Cory tells you that uh, the production team has been in here all day, um, and he hasn't seen uh, his former master or uh, his wife. And it's a bummer. Angela just hasn't hasn't been in here. Amy and Alan were never here. But one of the production assistants uh, did tape uh, something under one of the tables.
3: All right, let's go to the tables.
1: All right. Uh, wh- so, are you going to go under the desk, under the middle table? Where are, you, where, are you, where are you looking? He doesn't tell you exactly where. He's he's spectral. He's.
0: <laughs>
3: um. Since I'm already at the desk, I'll check the desk. But okay yeah mm, I feel like it's under the ta- the central table.
1: Uh, under the desk you find a button.
3: Oh, okay, that's where I meant to be.
1: <laughs> uh, you hit a button and uh, the windows uh, the windows of the Oval office open up. <clears throat> you get some nice fresh air.
3: Oh <laughs> <laughs> I'm not happy with that's that. A, this is glorious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: I think Spark is going to look at one of the cameras and just, like, do the reality TV show thing where he's, like, talking to the camera, but he doesn't realize everyone else can hear him. And he's like, <laughs> the weird vet lady just started talking to nothing, and then she opened the windows. I don't know. <laughs> and then he does, like, that weird, like, reality show. I don't know. Where, like, oh. oh. I don't know.
1: Um, I'm going to spend a producer point. Um, so production stops. Production stops. And... Uh, one of the producers comes out the producers uh are in just real generic black suits they got sunglasses on uh they've got radios in their ear he walks in the room he's like okay 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 spark sandals that was great that was wonderful love that yeah um marbles you heard everything you heard everything he just said and you are deeply offended deeply offended
5: yeah uh, yeah what'd you say?
1: You guys told her.
3: <laughs> I heard you. Uh, I heard you. It's so, like you don't talk. So psychic. <laughs> you don't talk quietly. You you old burnout. How dare you? <laughs>
1: Wait, hey, save it for when the cameras are on. Save oh, it for sorry. when the Cameras are on.
3: Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, I just get so heated.
1: Yeah, you. we you, you and Sparks. You gotta you gotta make some beef. Make some beef. Um, mm-hmm. You're you're deeply offended. Maybe insult his mom. I don't know, but get him mad at you, too. Come yeah. on, let's do this. And the producer walks off. And uh, the, and Corey's just like, oh, this is good TV. This is good TV. Um, he's, the, he's actually guest directing this episode. He goes, OK, action.
3: Hey, hey, Sparks, remember that time that you totally fumbled the ball and lost your scholarship? That was my brother, you loser. Whoa. How about that? How about that? You think yeah. that you're a big <laughs> shot? I'll show you. And you know what? I know. I know the truth. I know that you lost your turtle in third grade. I hope you're embarrassed now.
5: I I don't even have a turtle. Bullshit. Anymore.
3: Anymore, exactly. You want to fight? I know everything.
5: Wait, you know where my turtle went you didn't tell
3: me? He ran away. He ran away. Because you can't win football games. He said, "I don't want to be I don't want to be a, a a turtle son if my dad can't win." That's why football. everybody
1: leaves me. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is What are uh, Hazel and Beaumont doing while uh, this argument is happening?
4: I misunderstood what the producers were saying, and I thought they said we were supposed to actually find some beef, and as a farmer, I've been searching <laughs> the Oval Office for some um, some cows. <laughs> okay.
2: I think I'm giving a talking head over... <laughs> With another one of the, the cameras and I'm just like talking to the camera it's like we never seem to make it very far without bringing up the turtle incident anymore uh, I'm certainly going to miss this sort of camaraderie and the hijinks that we get into on this on this set I, I, yes that's wonderful um, Spark you know, is like sniffling uh, by the way like, <laughs> mm. it's all in good fun I can just tell um i think
1: i I think the argument makes you guys lose some significant time i mean out of your hour i think i think like five minutes just just passed um someone's gotta get
3: to the center table
1: um so yeah
3: oh Uh, i i in a fit of rage flip over the center table because i'm so (laughs) pissed off and I guess what I find under the center table?
1: Well, you, you do, in fact, find a note under the center table. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And, and then I hand it off to the librarian do because I'm like, I'm so enraged. you know how to read real good. You read it.
2: <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll, I'll take it and that open. The note, and I adjust my spectacles, and I begin to read it. And I say, "What do I say?" Oh, it is. I, I was intrigued. I was like, <laughs> what, "What do you? you say?"
1: Um, you win. So um, the note says, um, "I knew you would find this note, um, but you'll never, you'll never catch us. Uh, we literally run this country. Uh, say hello, uh, say hello to your executioner, and." The door opens up and in walks Angela's father, the general of the entire army, (laughs) with uh, a giant machine gun.
0: Mm.
1: (laughs) And he just says, you will never, you will never stop my daughter and her plans. Duck and cover. (laughs) (laughs) What do you guys do?
4: Um, can... Can I ask an audience member if they have like an extra long belt or some type of rope or something so that I can try to like lasso the machine gun away I from him? I love this.
1: Yes, you can. Um, this is a <laughs> this is a himbo roll for sure. So you're trying to roll high. Um, you are prepared. Um, yeah, I think you get you get two dice for this one.
4: A uh, two and a five. Okay.
1: So, what is your number? Three. Three. Okay, so you got one success. Um, So yes, uh, an audience member is eagerly glad to give you their belt. Um, But it's not the longest belt in the world. You're still going to have to be pretty close.
4: So, then does that mean that I kind of like try to use it as a lasso and it just kind of like touches the tip of the machine well, gun? we're going to have. And does not actually wrangle anything. We're actually
1: going to have to uh, roll for you to actually use it. We, this was just for you to find it. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> um, so, you've got the belt. Uh, you are a lassoer and you get one just for it. So, uh, go ahead. You're going to do himbo again. Try to use your, your belt.
0: Uh
4: no. just one, Three. one dice. Oh, four, six, and two. Okay,
1: so that's two successes. So I think you get uh, pretty close. You're, you're able to get pretty close without him noticing um, because right now he's looking at the big sobbing um, jock in a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're able to get pretty close and get that belt right around his arm. Um, but he's very strong, so you're just you're just kind of pulling right now. What is everybody else doing? Okay. I'm going to try to tackle him. Okay. Um, I I think you are an expert at this because you were in football. Um, And I think you get just one. But I don't think you're prepared because you were just sad. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. So go ahead and roll uh, two dice. You're rolling himbo.
5: Oh, no. Oh, a one and a four. So a fail and a success. Okay.
1: Um, you run at him. He wasn't expecting this. He's like, this is a show. (laughs) Like, what's going on? Uh, So he wasn't, like, expecting you to tackle him. Um, and, uh, accidentally kind of hits you in the head with his, uh, with, with with his gun. (laughs) just kind of smacks you a little bit. You're a little dazed for a moment. It'll be, you, you'll need to wait a little bit before you do anything else. We do have but, loose safety regulations. Yes, we have very loose safety regulations. <laughs> um, and he's got a real metal gun. He's like, oh, authenticity will be... <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> Gotta use that big budget. Um, but with your tackle uh, and her lasso, belt lasso <laughs> around his arm, uh, he does lose control of the gun and it's pulled out of the way. Now he's just standing there in the in the way, telling you guys you will never ever find the location of the hidden Matthews parents. So he's restrained. He's sort. He's
2: restrained and disarmed. Yes. Okay. I pull out my gun. And oh. I pointed at him. And I say, "You're going to tell us where they went, Okay. General, uh-huh. sir." <laughs> it's always important to be as you say that. I, I like do a little like salute. <laughs> You're a good old boy. You gotta.
1: You gotta respect him. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, you're threatening him. Um, I feel like this is fairly scholarly. You've got the gun. Okay, this will be a scholar roll. Um, let's say... I think you're you're prepared because you've got the gun. I don't think you're an expert at interrogations. <laughs> no, I don't believe so. <laughs> so, go ahead and roll two dice for me. Two and a four. Oh. Four is my number. Okay, so... so. You get to ask a question, and then we'll determine your outcome. Let take a look
2: at those. Um, um, You're having a himbo scholar moment. I know. I'm trying to think what I... I think I want to know like where the production team is, because I would imagine they're wanting us to get on with it. <laughs> so I'm thinking where they might already be where we're supposed to be, so if I know where the production team is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, the production team
1: uh, right now is part of them is scrambling to go get the gun because it's a metal gun and it probably shouldn't have been there in the first place. <laughs> um, but the rest of the production team is like back in the panic room and they're like kind of working on it while they think none of you guys are paying attention. All right. <clears throat> um, so that's kind of the two major areas where the production team is right now. Um, I think you, your southern charm in such a threatening way Makes the makes the general go, Oh, um... Okay, okay, I'll tell you where they are. Just don't shoot. Um, I make no guarantees. You better talk fast. Uh, they thought it would be far too obvious to be hiding out... Uh, hiding the Matthews family uh, in the Oval Office. Well, of course, we assume the same. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, uh... That's why we're here. So they've actually got him strapped to a bomb, and then he looks right at a camera, in the Washington Memorial. Mm. Thank you, General. Is that is that the big pencil? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Meanwhile, he's bleeding
0: from the head. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's from the head. <laughs> All right, Sarah, you're up. I mean, there are no turns in this, but.
3: Um, are we able to? leave to go to the Washington Memorial? Well, you haven't found an escape route yet. You're oh, we, in. we still didn't do that? What about the button? Underneath well, I, the table?
1: It did open a bunch of windows.
3: Oh, then can we just leave through the windows in the front? Um, Jump out the
1: windows of the Oval Office. I mean, yeah, you probably could. Is it on the first floor? Or is it on the second floor? That makes all the difference. <laughs> I actually don't know. I'm gonna say...
0: I'm assuming up. that
3: there's bushes underneath the windows, if it's on the second floor, that we could just jump onto and roll out. Okay. There's a lot of flags on
4: the wall. We could just, like, tie them oh. together and use them to Ooh, climb down. It. Okay.
3: Okay, so
1: um, you've got the information. So um, I'm going to go ahead and say that Sarah is going to get to roll three dice, one for finding the button, and one because Tanya is helping them escape
3: perfect okay i have a five five and a two which is my number but okay um
1: your number is a two right and you were trying yeah. to roll you were trying to roll high because you were jumping out of a window um so uh go ahead mm-hmm. and ask me a question and then we will uh move on um, with the escape
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um what 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 are the judges thinking Are they thinking Uh, that I'm a winner?
1: Which judge do you want to know? You can only pick one. Eric Uh, or Feeney?
3: I I want to know what Feeney's thinking.
1: Um, Feeney's thinking, Feeney's thinking, uh, well, they know where they are, but they didn't get much information. They're not going to be super prepared. (laughs) Um, But you do, you're able to get the screen out out of the window. Uh, With Hazel's help, you're able to tie some flags together and make a, and make a rappelling rope down, down to the front yard or the backyard. I'm not sure. Yeah. Of of the white.
3: Yeah. This, um, this, this tie together flag situation reminds me of my favorite snake, Stanley. And Stanley was always a good snake, but um, I never used him to go out a window, but he was a good guy. (laughs)
0: Um. and,
3: And then we all, we all, we all go down. Right. And we're, are we free?
1: Um, you, you, you certainly can.
3: Yes.
5: Are you, well, outgoing? I'm going down. Can I just say like, as, as someone who can talk to animals, I just imagine you climbing out a window with a snake and he's just like, no, <laughs> <"Ow!"
0: laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> this is the <so laughs> worst. <laughs>
5: I also want to say, I looked up and the, the, uh, oval office is on the first oh, okay. floor. So we have,
3: <laughs> so it's we more... we only needed like two flags.
5: I just love the visual of us throwing eight flags out the window and then just
2: landing three and people like a, up.
4: In like a puddle of <laughs> flags.
2: It's far more dramatic this way. <laughs> just that shot you could imagine of like a stream of flags being flung out of a window and cascading down. Mm-hmm. That's the money
1: shot. Um, and you guys escape through the window, completing the first challenge. Sort of. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> Um, And you now know that the next challenge is at the Washington Monument. It cuts to Rebecca Alexa, who is in front of the White House. Well, they made it out. They know where Amy and Alan are located. What could be waiting for them when they get to the Washington Monument? Find out after this. And it cuts to commercial. Love it. We're not a perfect nation yet. We still have a lot of capitalism. We're just we're just better off.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Who's our sponsors? Oh, gosh. Uh, Chubby's in Philadelphia, the world's mm. most successful restaurant.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm.
5: Oh, so in this timeline, Chubby's still, still exists? Uh, yeah.
1: I, I think Pirate Pete's did come in, but Chubby's just moved to a bigger location because mm-hmm. it's more successful. Makes sense. <laughs> Oahu
2: Beach Face Savers.
1: Uh, Oahu Beach Face Savers. It's a big one. A big sponsor. The um, And uh, Bob Stewart checks Pizza World. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's a good that's a good pull at Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Subject's Beats the World. Um, so yeah, you guys did a great job. You got you solved the puzzle. Now you're loading up in the vans again and heading to the Washington Monument. Um, do you guys wanna do anything while you're on the vans? Do you wanna talk to anybody, pump anyone for information? Anything hmm. like that?
4: It it might be faster just to try to like walk there only because of the fact that traffic is really bad. Okay, okay.
2: Some good shots of us running. Ooh. Okay. We're gonna have
1: a we're gonna have a a, a photo shoot for drama mm-hmm. of you guys running to the Washington <clears throat> Monument. I love it. I have my gun drawn, pointed down. I forgot you guys live so close to DC and you know the actual layout, and I have never mm-hmm. been to DC. So.
4: Um. So. I'm assuming we have to go like into the Washington Monument. Is the elevator working or is it oh, all stairs? We're, oh we're gonna
1: get there. We're gonna get there. We're going, yeah. <laughs> um that that question will be answered in just a few moments. Um but yeah, so you guys run to the Washington Monument, um, but you take a lot of like stops so the producers can like film you and everything and whatnot.
2: Are there officers there? Or is it just the four of us?
1: Um, I mean, it's the production team. Are you looking for, like, cops?
2: Yeah, I, was just, I just wanted to come up and be like, all right, we need to establish a perimeter. You and you, I want you over there. You behind the bushes over there with the bead on the, the monument. And I just want to be, like, directing people to establish I love a perimeter. It. You do that. All right, I'd say, I say those things. Yeah, But you say it to the production assistants. <laughs> you just say them to, like, you, random people. Banana boy, I want you over there by the door. Ready? In case we need you. Uh yeah, can someone bring me a water? Yeah, one of the production assistants is like here's a
1: water. Add water to your uh, list of inventory. Sick. <laughs> um and uh, who found the threat? Who found the letter?
3: Um I found the letter. Sarah did. Uh, okay, Marga so did, yeah.
1: add to your list of inventory. Um, yeah. Letter from the president.
3: Oh, can I sell it on eBay?
1: <laughs> Probably. Perfect. Um you know, Tanya, I think you found a package of the president's beef jerky.
0: Oh,
4: oh.
2: Found the okay. beef. Did
0: I Did
2: I find my turtle? No, Wait, turtle. Do,
4: do did I get to keep the belt or did I have to give it back to the audience? No, one? I think they
1: were honored to let you keep the belt.
4: So is that yep. in my inventory too?
1: And sorry, Alden, you didn't you didn't find anything. <laughs> yeah, I didn't find anything. <laughs> You, have some, you could not you have take some the bandages. television with you. Well, all I found was sadness. You know what? You actually, you took an American flag with you on your way out. Oh, let's, like, I
5: probably had that head wound, so I was, like, trying to hold yep. something to my head to stop yep. the bleeding.
1: Um, I think the production team is also like, we should not have let them jump out that window. That was dangerous.
3: <laughs> I laugh at the face of danger. <laughs>
2: Oh, man, we need to get better safety regulations. (laughs) Well, heroes, we don't have time to think about those things. So
1: you guys get to the uh, Washington Monument, and you find, um, obviously, the Washington Monument, but then you find a bigger, obviously fake Washington Monument constructed next to it um and your, and the, the the production team is there and they're like so they wouldn't let us have a fight scene in the actual washington monument so we're gonna do our fight scene in this washington monument mm. um all in good fun so sorry about that guys uh
4: what is this Washington Monument built out
1: um, of? Well, we have a big budget, so... Um, Just
2: built an actual <laughs> Washington
1: Monument. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're gonna say, like, stone and all the things that it's actually built out of, I don't know. Um, Marble, probably. So, um... So it's pretty oh, yeah, sturdy. This is a sturdy Washington Monument. Um, there's also, like, like, one-way mirrors. So inside this washington monument it's totally hollow it's just stairs and platforms um there is obviously no place for there to have ever been an elevator um for you guys um so it's just stairs and platforms and there's some areas of like reflection like one-way mirrors and that's where the audience is going to be watching you guys um so yeah it's a really impressive set they built um it's only like three stories tall it's not very big. It's like kind of pudgy, but they're just like, when you get to the top, we're just going to go to the bottom again.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Perfect. Um, and uh, there's like some slits that are openings to the outside. Um, so like just to let air flow through and uh, light and things of that nature. So uh, yeah, that's where you guys are at. And Rebecca Alexa comes on. They found out that Amy and Alan are being hidden in the Washington Monument. So here they are, but who's here? And they, like... I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just... I've I'm tried to create the shot in my head. Uh, it, like, zooms over the real Washington Monument and down. And there's just, like, this Secret Service guy. But he has a tattoo of a cobra on his face. And, like, oh, no. The renegade Secret Service King Cobra is guarding the way this is not gonna be an easy climb for our intrepid uh, for our intrepid good-looking detectives um, told you and,
3: Stanley was a good snake <laughs> oh
1: <laughs> um, we haven't hit said play yet in the uh, uh, play action <laughs> uh, King crowbitter like waves at you guys it's like all right I'll see you guys at the top of the tower um, and he like nice to see you again
2: Jerry <laughs> <laughs> um he just walks away singing the ABCs. It's fine. Um uh, Um Unsafe working conditions. He's taken a lot of hits to the head. So the uh the camera The tattoo is real. <laughs> the, the, t- the tattoo is real.
1: <laughs> they just found a dude with a cobra on his face and they're hey, like You it. wanna be in pictures? You wanna be a star? Um so they uh they do the establishing shot. I need to look up how many floors the Washington monument is.
2: Do you know Tanya? Uh
4: not off the top of Bye. my head, no. Oh, it's only
1: 3 floors?
4: Oh, That'd you see, so you're right. Wow.
1: Well, we're going to have a lot more floors than that. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it seem the the camera shot makes it seem like millions of floors. Um, an epic climb and on every floor is a group of shady-looking secret service men there to put a stop to our good-looking detectives. Um, and Rebecca like it says, "This is the action challenge." Can our, in, our our heroes get to the top of the tower? And uh, they let you guys in the entrance, and there's just a group of, of five Secret Service people there staring you down. Can I pull out my, yeah. my prop gun and go bang? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, we're, we're getting this.
4: And then flowers come out like your shirt. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what did you say? I said, and then flowers come out of it like on his oh, shirt. Oh, that's what your shirt yeah. is.
5: Yeah, it's a, it's a Last of oh, Us yeah.
4: shirt.
1: <laughs> I didn't even notice. Um, so you pull out your prop gun and you fire. Um, you are prepared for this. You are an expert at this. And you're doing it. Go ahead and roll three dice for me.
0: Ooh. Oh,
5: yeah. So a
1: definite himbo roll.
5: All success. One of them is my number. So two, three, okay. and four.
1: Uh, what is the question you want to ask? I want to know... Hmm. I don't know...
5: This is difficult. It's so early in the challenge. I just want to know what Rebecca Alexa is thinking right oh, now.
1: Okay. Uh,
5: What's her okay. motivation?
2: <laughs> what is Rebecca Alexa's motivation? I hadn't considered that.
1: Um, <laughs> hmm.
2: You got to consider it, man.
5: Is she into him? Is she into him at all? That's what he's trying to figure okay.
1: out. Okay. Okay. Um, Rebecca Alexa uh, is sad the show is over is getting over because um she lost her shot with eric once in the past and she hasn't gotten it back yet and she was hoping to by the end of this season so me spark sandals
2: yep. realizes she's that. Into eric. in that moment <laughs> and now he's crying again he just starts opening fire on all these guys he's like she'll never love me <laughs> Um, you have this awesome
1: action moment scene, though, where, uh, you burst in and you take your gun and you, uh, you assume a firing position and you pull the trigger and one of the Secret Service guys just, like, does a, does a over exaggerated like,
0: Ugh! <laughs> um,
1: and falls. The, the scene is really cool. It's in real slow motion, um. Like Inception. Like Inception, exactly. Uh, And he drops to the ground, um, and it zooms in, and no one can really explain it, but you've just got, like, one little tear rolling down your face.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Uh, It's
1: a very epic moment for you. What's everybody else doing?
4: Um, There's still four right there in front of us right or okay all right so I'm gonna take a page out of um, Eric Matthews book um, and recognize the fact that since I'm so good-looking I might be able to flirt my way through the Secret Service guys (laughs) Um, so that's what I'm going to do. Especially, like, this is happening after he's started (laughs) shooting. Yes. (laughs) I've got to calm it down a little bit. Okay,
1: okay. I love this. Uh, Pacifism? Pacifism. Yes, that's the word I'm looking for. Um, There's a very weird energy
5: in this room right now. I just shot a guy, I'm crying, and she's starting to flirt with them.
1: Okay. Um, So you're going to try to flirt with yeah okay just roll himbo for sure um you're prepared for this you're a good looking person um yeah and i think you're an expert at it so go ahead roll three
4: that is the first time anyone has said that i'm an expert (laughs) at flirting (laughs) wow so six Three six.
1: That's
5: a six.
4: Okay. okay. A six, three, a and six, a six. Six, a
1: three, and a six. So you did roll your number, correct? Because you're a three. So why don't you go mm-hmm. ahead and ask your question first?
4: Yes. Alright. What's the real challenge?
1: Um the real challenge of this, you realize, because it's only three floors, um, is just whoever looks the coolest will impress Eric and whoever Um, but anyone who like has a creative solution to get past a floor will impress Feeny. Um, and I think, yeah, you, you flirt with one of the, one of the secret service people and they are super into it. And
4: yeah, I kind of like walk over and like pull the beef jerky out of my overalls (laughs) and I'm just like, are you hungry? You look really hungry. And I just sort of like rub my shoulder up against (laughs) him. I'm really good at flirting. Uh, sounds
1: like it. Now we're back into
4: Tanya's
0: <laughs> story. Again.
1: If there's beef jerky involved, I'm guessing it's a win. Um, it's true. It works on me. <laughs> You're um, a lucky man. <laughs> a very lucky man indeed. Um, so he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm into this. And he's like, this chick has beef jerky. Like, I've got to protect her. And he turns his gun on the other two.
3: <laughs> or the other yes. three.
1: You guys now have an ally in Secret Service Man.
3: Wow. <laughs> Good job. Good job, Hazel. Expert Thank you. flirting. Fantastic. Thank you.
1: What's everyone doing while he's cry shooting and she's... Flirting.
3: so like logistically what does the stairs look like in the washington monument is it like a spiral staircase if there's no elevator
1: yeah we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna say it's not a spiral staircase it's just along every wall there's a staircase leading up so to is it like
3: a hollow center
1: um not a fully hollow center but there are definitely hollow points there's mm. platforms in the middle of the room for your guys's fight scenes
3: okay because i want to start doing some like Parkouring, parkour. Wow, (laughs) parkour myself. Um, I'm going to channel, you know, I don't know kangaroos or whatever, and I'm going to start parkouring (laughs) all over the place, hopping from platform to platform, trying to get up um, my three flights of stairs, (laughs) trying to get to the top. Okay, Um, you're trying to
1: skip this floor. I love it yeah we
3: got we got we, we got to put that one 2 hustle into this we don't have time for crying and flirting right now we got to get to the top i want to be on top
1: okay um okay i think this is definitely another himbo roll yeah
3: um
1: i think you're prepared you're channeling a kangaroo it's very impressive um i don't think you're an expert at parkour though so why don't you roll no. two dice for me <laughs>
3: Okay. Oh, no. I got a one and a three.
1: One and a three. And your number is two, correct? Two. Okay. So I think you do succeed, um, but you only get to the next floor. So while everyone else is on the bottom floor, you're on floor one. Okay. And uh, on floor one, uh, you see, oh, how do I put it? You see a bunch of sumo wrestlers led by Frankie Stachino. Oh,
3: (laughs) no. Amazing.
4: Darn it, I should have saved the flirting for this floor.
2: They didn't see. You can just flirt your way to the zone.
3: <laughs> but the other guy ate all the beef jerky. Oh no. Uh,
2: Cameron, what are you doing while all of this sh- is going on? Oh, Goodness. Um, I think what I'm going to do,
1: there's how many left? There's three left. One is, one of the four is on
2: Tanya's side. Okay. I think I'm going to take out my water bottle and I'm going to approach. And as I get close, I'm going to stumble and spill the water all over the marble floor, which will make it extremely slippery. And as they advance, they're going to fall down and allow me to get past them.
1: Okay. You're you're doing a maneuver here.
2: (laughs) Yes i um, using my resources.
1: Okay, well, you're prepared. You have the water bottle. I, you're a bumbling kind of librarian. Sure. Um, Why not? Roll three scholar for me.
2: Okay, I'm going to roll my ones that have been sitting with the one side up. Oh, you're doing that trickle down. Mm-hmm. And I rolled one, two. And a five and a six. Okay.
1: Your number is four? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So you're going to succeed with a complication. Um, So I think you do that. I think you make it very slippery. I think one of them slips uh, and hits his head. And the production team, like, jumps up like, oh, crap, not again. Um, So uh, I think you succeed, but they have to call cut real quick. They have to call cut um, and make sure that this dude is okay. um, Because this is a television show. (laughs) This isn't real. <laughs> um so you're up on the first floor with Frankie Stakino mm-hmm. and three other sumo wrestlers. Yeah. I mean this um, is quite a
3: pickle. I th- <laughs>
4: um
3: What am I going to do? Can I go what? Can I
4: go up there as well because I've got my secret service guy Everyone seems a little distracted. It's not like Secret Service guy is going to let anything happen to me. He's basically my love hostage. So we can go up the stairs at least to be over by uh, Margo okay yeah
1: so uh, I think you go up the stairs and I'm gonna spend a producer point while you guys are up there Um, and uh, one of the producers comes out okay while they're checking out the thing downstairs don't worry about it don't worry about it we got great lawyers Um, uh, so uh, Margo Mm -hmm. the secret service man that's in love with her he's your brother Mm. your brother you haven't (laughs) seen him in a long time (laughs) Uh, when,
4: w- the Secret Service guy is in love with Hazel. I know, but he's my brother. I know brother. he's in love with Hazel. Oh, he's <laughs> my your brother. brother. Yeah. Oh, I got it. Okay.
1: When you get up here, you're gonna realize that he's your brother. He's in love with her, and you haven't seen him in five. Okay.
3: Years. Okay. It's crazy. We gotta,
1: we gotta have, we gotta, we gotta introduce the drama. Introduce mm-hmm. the drama.
3: Yeah. All right. I have to wait until we call action, oh. right? Is the dude okay? Yes.
2: While we're waiting, I say, "Banana boy." hit me and he gives me a banana. He <laughs> gives
1: you a banana. <laughs> um, but you have to eat it before filming starts so you don't get to add it to your inventory. Can I have the peel? <laughs> I don't know. I think you have to roll to see if you can have the peel. Okay. You got to sneak it into your pocket.
2: That, Two dice. What would that be?
1: Um, you're being sneaky.
2: We can do a scholar roll. A four and a six. Okay. four is my number. Okay. Well, ask your question. I got a banana peel in my pocket. Like you do. Um,
4: That's good compost. What
2: is Feeney thinking dibs. right now? Uh, Feeney is thinking, this is stu- so
1: stupid. This isn't even what it looks like in the Washington <laughs> Um I hope that they know that they don't have to fight their way out of it. There's other re- ways that they can get through this challenge. Mm. Alrighty. righty. Um, and then you can add banana peel to your banana um i I took the water bottle off since i spilled it all over the floor good 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 um all right and they've checked out the guy uh everything's good hazel has gotten to the second floor um and the producer has given the notes so there's going to be some sparks flying between you two (laughs) and maybe this uh this secret service person uh and
3: action marky where you've been like last time i heard you stole mom's tarot cards and you ran off to go on a train to timba like to like Tulane in louisiana and where have you been this whole time
1: uh uh hey hey margo um um i've been in the law enforcement profession and i was ashamed of that um because our family is so progressive
3: Marky, um, I told you you can always come home. What the heck? And now you work for the well, cops?
1: Well, yes, I, I'm one of the, the top cops in the land, but I'm gonna quit because I'm in love with Hazel. She has beef jerky.
3: Marky, you know we don't eat beef jerky. Remember we used to hang out with Maggie Moo the cow all the time.
1: Uh I forgot about Maggie. Um, but meat is really good and it has corrupted my mind. Oh,
3: oh no this is a disaster i'm i'm like i'm really i'm beside myself and you don't even know hazel
1: but look at she's so good looking and she's rubbed my shoulder and i don't
3: know give me one fact (laughs) that you know about hazel one fact besides the beef jerky and she's pretty Uh, uh, marky you don't have to answer what does she do for a profession (laughs) marky uh 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 (laughs) she she's a Good looking detective, right? Marky, you are blinded by the beef. And it's it's really, really embarrassing. You're an embarrassment to our entire family.
0: Oh, oh
1: no. I, I think he, he runs off and cries for a minute. He's he's sad.
3: Marky bring his bros. Um, the, His bros console him as he runs out of the Washington Monument. Is anyone alive still? Oh, oh wait, no, we're, we're up with Frankie. Never mind.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys are you guys are up the stairs. Uh, Marky, come
3: back.
4: I... <laughs> no, I mean really, it's okay. I don't need him anymore. I'm up these okay. stairs.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, well, yeah. don't I... use my brother like that. What the heck? You can't just offer the beef and then take away the all the fixins. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we do
4: say what's um, the beef without the fixins. One, fixings? he used me because he ate all of the beef jerky, so I have nothing left to offer to Frankie Stakino. Two, he got me where I wanted to be. And that's all that matters, and now we can make it to the next level together. Yeah, I'm
3: not going to forget this, Hazel. I'm going to take this to my grave. (laughs) And don't forget, I know things, you know?
4: You guys, oh, good. Do you know what what the cow that made that beef jerky was saying inside your brother's (gasps) stomach?
3: (gasps) Hazel. Hazel, duh. you know, the cameras are on. Don't, like, you, you, you were, you're from a goat farm. You know what I mean? Goats talk, they always talk. And I listen. Don't you forget. Shut.
1: I think,
4: uh. You look
3: like while the goats were talking to you, they were like chewing
4: on the ends of your hair.
3: Oh, no. Not the split ends. Not the split ends.
2: Maybe that's good for the split
3: ends. No. Um, uh, no. No. <laughs> no. Just
2: not.
1: I think the scene comes to a climax as the lead sumo uh, takes two steps forward and goes, It is better to have loved than lost, than never to have loved before. But I have some serious pounding of good looking
2: detectives I need to do. Hmm. I want to spend a drama point.
1: You're going to spend if a I drama may. Well, point. I
2: don't know if it works, if this is going to work. So when you spend a drama point, mm-hmm.
1: you get to take control of all NPCs. You get to figure it out. But it has to be for the express purpose of creating unnecessary conflict.
2: I think this counts. Okay. You can correct me if I'm wrong. But I come up the stairs, my gun pointed, and I say, that's enough, Frankie. And I point my gun at Hazel and Margot and say, I'll be taking them now. And we make our way to the stairs. And I'm like, I've been a double agent for the president this whole <laughs> time. Off we go. And so we go walk up the stairs past all the guards. To the next level. Mm-hmm. Mm. But they don't know that. Okay. Okay.
4: So does that mean three of us are up on the next level and the high school football player is still down on the ground <laughs> crying? <laughs>
5: I think I think he's coming up the stairs now. He's like, where'd everybody go?
2: <laughs> oh, him, him too. <laughs> Professor's gonna. Not professor. Madam President's gonna want to talk to me. You, I will professor.
1: allow you to do this, but. We're going to have to have a conversation on the third floor, and by that I mean you four, about your deception. And you're going to have to convince them it's not real. Okay. Um, and Frankie goes, I did not believe this was in the script, but your heart said it with such conviction that I cannot I cannot let you not
2: have your way. Well, I appreciate your understanding there, young Frankie. Um, Old Frankie, I guess. He's not so young anymore. He's, he's an old friend. Um, okay, you guys are walking
1: up the stairs. Have your conflict scene. He is now... I can't believe everybody left me.
2: <laughs> you guys left me behind. Well, maybe if you got it together you guys and were I such a, a, a babbling brook all the time. I, I got, got a bad it okay. shoulder. It makes me walk slow.
5: <laughs> Come on. Look. I just want you to understand, detective library man, that I might need your smarts, but you need some sparks. <laughs>
2: I, I rest my hand on his non-injured shoulder. That was beautiful. And it made zero sense. <laughs> but I, I greatly appreciate it. Oh. I was
5: just trying to say one of the things that you said.
3: <laughs> oh, you know, we, we, we have three play guns and you have one so how what like com- you have to convince us that you're on our side i don't like double agents i don't have time for it
2: well i, I understand where you're coming from dear dearest margo uh, but i think we both know that none of us are in the emotional and or physical state to deal in hand-to-hand combat with those sumo wrestlers <laughs> And so I just did what came naturally. I tried to talk my way out of it. Mm. It's a likely story. Well, of course it's a likely story, because it's the truth.
4: That's what a likely it story is. It does seem is. like lying comes very naturally to you. Well, y'all, yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm a storyteller. I engage in, in narrative and fiction and... All sorts of trickery and deceit for, for entertainment. I'm an entertainer. As much as I am a detective, as much as I am a librarian and care about the children, I want to keep them all, you know, very engaged and entertained in what they're doing. But are you good so looking? just good naturally. <laughs> you tell me. I'm, I'm going to reach up and grab your
5: hand on my good shoulder and just go, Guys, why don't you understand? Like, he's... He's, everything he says is so beautiful. Why are you getting so mad about it?
2: <laughs> We're a team, and we need to start acting oh. like it.
3: Well, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. But I, I don't trust you, Bo. Lo- well,
2: here, how about this? And I take my gun, and I hand it to her. Oh. oh I don't need it anymore. Oh,
3: two guns. Pew, pew. Yeah. yeah,
2: he's got me. All right, take a gun out of your
1: inventory, <laughs> got- and uh, add a gun to yours. I got
3: two guns all right let's rock and roll uh
1: you and you and sparks have developed quite the connection (laughs) i I do declare that we have (laughs) tanya are you are you satisfied with this explanation
4: yes that's fine because all i we're like at the third level and i'm ready to figure out what's next (laughs)
1: um well what's next is just the most piercing rock music you've ever heard in your entire life uh as you As you ascend the stairs, as your conversation ends, the the wail of an electric guitar just pierces your ears. And who should be on the next level but Joey, the rat, on vocals. The guy who played the drums in the dance episode on drums. (laughs) <laughs> i don't know his name the one who played the drums on everything yeah the guy who played the drums on everything um and uh oh who i had someone for the guitarist um the the slash guy he like was on the audition and he was going mm-hmm. for it um, whatever his name was yeah he i forgot his name. name uh uh him doing that and uh the guy from the monkeys on bass <laughs> what is his name um gordy 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 Alan Matthews' friend, but you guys don't know that. And they take their instruments, Joey raising his mic stand, uh, the drum guy raising his sticks, and they assume fighting positions. You guys are going to fight a rock band.
3: Oh. I think that we should out- try to outsmart the rock band.
1: How do you want to do that?
3: Take away their sheet music.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know what beats rock? Paper.
3: Oh, wait. I have the letter <laughs> from the president. Hey. yeah um
1: what are you gonna do with it
3: yeah but so i'm going to tell them that this is a letter an executive order that um from the president that um I'm, i'm gonna say that like to joey that um harley kiner is like coming after him because he no longer wants to be a lackey And after all these years, he never forgot. And he's like on his way to beat Joey up about this. Okay. I wish I
1: could do as good of a Joey impression as you, by the way. But this is wonderful. Um, It's a gift. So I think you are prepared. You have the letter. And I think Cameron's inspirational words of what beats a rock paper really really inspires you. So I'm gonna let you roll three dice for this. Okay. Uh, I think this is a scholar roll, though. I know. So you're trying to roll low. Oh,
3: no. Four. 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 Um... (laughs) Not the best rules.
1: <laughs> um, okay, Joey. Joey's like, nah, nah, you see, Holly and me, we, we're good now. We're good now. Uh, he ain't coming after me, and I don't even believe this paper, this letter's from the president. And he, like, steps back and he's ready to go. I don't know how you guys got past my pal Frankie, but you 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 guys have met your music. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I spin a drama point and pull a second gun out and say, they're my prisoners. No, I'm just joking.
5: i want to go down to the previous level and do like um you know like i'm a quarterback or i thought i was a quarterback and like i want to give like an impassioned speech to frankie and tell him that joey needs him joey's not doing well and you go help joey and and help joey get out of here because he needs to hide from harley
1: okay okay i love this (laughs) um make your speech to frankie you go down what's what do you say frankie just a guy i needed to see you know times
5: times get get tough you gotta get clutch and you look like a clutch kind of guy you come in clutch for joey all the time joey needs you right now he needs you more than ever harley's coming after him he doesn't believe but i need you to get him out of here
0: Hmm.
1: i love this um i I think you you're an you're a high school football person, so you you know inspirational speeches. I think you're prepared. That was a beautiful speech.
2: I think you get to roll three dice. If it helps, I poke my head down and say, it's all right, Francis. He's with us now, too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was already letting it, it roll three dice. Emotionally. Um, but I'm trying to decide what kind of role this is because this is very wise. Mm.
5: Mm. Yeah, it probably wasn't what I would have thought to do. So I think, I think we're, Scholar would make sense. I think we're
1: rolling scholar. You're trying to roll low.
5: That's gonna make this super
1: tough.
2: Are two two halfers. <laughs> oh
1: two sixes and a four. <laughs> oh no. Um I think Frankie does listen to you. And he's like, Joey needs me. He runs up there and he joins the band. They're ready to fight. Oh, he's ready no. to fight. <laughs> <sighs> he like pushes past you. I must help my friend Joey. He gets up there, and they're still best friends even after all these, even after 25 years.
5: And I just look down and I go, intercepted.
1: <laughs> I love it. What's everybody else
2: doing? Oh, gosh. You don't have a gun anymore. I know.
4: <laughs> um, you said that there's like a platform on every level. Yes. Right, and we have one more level to get up to.
1: What? Well, actually, this is the last. This is the last one. There's only like three.
4: Oh, okay. All right, so I don't have to get up any further. No. After this, we just have to.
1: After this, they're gonna yell cut, and then we're gonna go to the real Washington Monument, and you guys are gonna be on the top floor there and do a scene. Okay. You guys know that you've been.
4: Breathing. Um. So I'm going to look around the platform that we are. Are on right now and see if there's any like sh- uh, I'm going to check on the structural integrity of the platform since the safety uh, <laughs> regulations are very loose. And I'm going to see if I can just like knock the platform out from under the band since we don't actually have to be at the top of it. Because um, we're going to the real Washington Monument. Oh,
1: that's that's brilliant. Um, beautiful. Okay. How
2: single tier rolls down my cheek. <laughs>
1: I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, I mean. It's not a very safely built platform, as we know. Um, how are you? How are you wanting to knock it down? Are you wanting to like? I mean, you're a farmhand, so, so
4: right. So I do have that belt still. Mm-hmm. So my I wanted to find like a loose joint um, that I could kind of like loop the belt around and just like pull it loose. Oh, love it. So that like one one side of the platform kind of tips and falls.
1: And the band just kind of slides right off. Okay. <laughs> Takes a tumble. Uh, I think I think this is fairly scholarly. This is you're looking for structural integrity and uh, trying to get it all done. So we're gonna do a scholar roll, and I you've got the belt, so you're prepared. You're used to manual labor, so I'm gonna let you roll three. A lot of pressure.
4: So wait. So I need to roll higher or lower? Lower. Higher? Lower. Okay.
1: Yeah, you need to roll lower than your number.
4: Okay. Oh my gosh.
5: We're gonna be up here forever. <laughs>
4: I rolled two fours and a five. Oh wow. gosh! <laughs> oh, this man. game. I'm sorry, guys.
1: <laughs> um, gosh, what happens? Um, I think what happens is, uh, I think you snap your belt. I think you know that the the construction is bad. But it's like together. It's good. So you, you pull with your belt to try to dislodge it. And there's some sharp edges that weren't sanded down. And it just cuts your belt just right in half. Ugh,
4: it's the fault of the audience member for having a weak belt. <laughs> <laughs> such a...
2: Cameron, what, are you, what have you been doing this whole time? I have been on my smartphone. Oh, yes, you do have one. Creating Flyer for a Battle of the Bands that's happening right now (laughs) at the jefferson memorial which is on the other side and so i'm like you boys are never gonna b- believe this one but it says there's this a battle of the bands right now and if you guys hurry they they still have some oh see it says right here and i like created a whole like website really quick and just has all the all the information i'm even talking in in the voice a little bit in my normal voice um and so I'm just, I made it, and I show it to him, and I'm like, you, you boys better hurry. You know, you've got the smartphone. Um, I, th- I think you get to roll three. Scholar. <laughs> Watch them all be. Just a, two, a four, and a four. Is four your number? Four is my number. Okay. So you succeed, okay. and you get to.
4: <laughs> Yay.
2: And I get a question. Um, you get a question. Uh, what do the producers
1: think? Uh, the producers are thinking, this has been great. This has been it's been drama. Uh we've got that great action shot from earlier for the trailer. Um we've got everyone do, getting so failing. Um this is this is great. We're really looking at uh the producers are really looking at uh, um I am forgetting one of the names. Sorry. What Marbles what's your first Margo. name? Margo. Margot. I remember the Marbles part. Uh, <laughs>
0: They're she's like Margo. Mar-
3: Mark always forgets my name too. It's fine. <laughs>
0: uh,
3: Marky didn't forget my name. <laughs> Ha ha ha
1: uh, the producers are thinking that uh man this margot she's she's great for drama and uh sandals just has such great like eric Himbo energy like they're really looking good this scene
2: i look over at everyone and i <laughs> give them
1: a thumbs up uh, <laughs> this feels good um and uh yeah I think you show them the thing and Joey's like a battle with bands we could we could really show them our stuff really sh- really show them what we're made of um but frankie who was up there is like joey that's not what we're here to do we got hired to do a thing and frankie uh, and joey's like but, but frankie this could this could be our shot so now you guys need to convince frankie to go with joey for this to work him bringing frankie up here has created a complication for
4: you. um frankie joey went to every single one of your poetry readings <laughs> He rooted for you. He cried for you. He sat front row. People ridiculed him for being in those beat poetry coffee shops. And he still showed up. Every single time, and he wasn't even wearing a disguise. The least you can do for him is this battle of the bands. It's one thing for Joey. I,
1: was, I think. I think Frankie's moved. You're right. You're right. He's. The, he's. I'm trying. Now I'm doing you. What am yeah. I doing? I'm telling you, it's <laughs> a good accent. <laughs> it's very good. These things you've said are beautiful. Joey is the best friend I've ever had. And he grabs him and he <laughs> he squeezes him real tight. Joey, if you want to. Rock their socks off. We'll go, and I'll support you the whole way. And Joey's like, Frankie, I knew you would. And they hug. I'm still
2: doing you. I don't know what's happening. This was powerful.
4: And we're all just crying now. Yeah,
5: your Frankie is fantastic, though, Chance.
4: <laughs>
2: so thank you. We all we're all capable of turning on the waterworks so when we need to. It's get true. Get that Emmy juice flowing. Um, <laughs>
1: so yeah, I think I think everyone's in tears, and the director's just like, cut, just cut, cut it there. That was beautiful. Um, Frankie and Joey don't realize that it was all part of the bit, and they they run out. They're going to the Jefferson Memorial. <laughs> Um, like, you guys did it. Great job. Uh, all right, let's get to the, let's get to the top of the real Washington Monument. So, propeller spin. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> um, you guys are up in the top of the Washington Monument uh right now Alan and Amy are 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 kind of freely walking around they're mingling with Sean and Sean and Corey um that no one's gotten into position yet you guys get up there what do you guys do before the cameras start rolling
4: so we're just waiting on our final instruction yeah like final challenge
1: yep you guys uh Corey and Eric are uh, Corey and Sean are up there Eric and uh Feeny are up there Rebecca Alexa's like in makeup getting ready to Mm -hmm. do her thing
3: yeah um I I want to give Bo back his gun. I feel like he's earned my trust, and I feel like I don't want him to be, um, you know, not in the best position um, possible going into our final round.
2: Okay. All right. Well, I certainly do appreciate it, Ms. Marbles. Unnecessary conflict resolved. Yeah,
3: I don't want two guns anyway. That's not fun.
2: What are you gonna do with two guns? <laughs> Dual wield. How are you gonna brace?
5: I'd like to. I'd, I'd like to turn to Hazel and just kind of go. Feel like uh, we never really got off on the right foot. Do um, you want to give me some beef jerky?
4: <laughs> um, Marky ate all the beef jerky.
5: Oh,
1: here goes another <laughs> wrong foot. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like we got two wrong feet. <laughs> You know, I'll let you count that as a drama point if you want. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. You created some unnecessary conflict. (laughs) There's now tension between you and Hazel. Maybe
2: that was a talking head moment. (laughs) <laughs>
1: um, all right. That means there's one more producer slash drama point around, just floating. And so this is the wild card challenge. This is the wild card. Um, it can be anything. You guys have completed the action challenge um, with one, really only one, well two action scenes. Um, so well done. Um, and now we've got the final challenge on the top of the the Washington Monument. So, uh, Rebecca Alexa comes out. It was unconventional, but they sure took care of that tower. I don't know why she's got a microphone now. Let's just go with it. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Visual gags. Um, They sure took care of that, that tower, and now they're at the top, and they found Alan and Amy Matthews. Uh Alan and Amy are in like shackles, shackled to the bomb, but it won't be easy to remove them. Alan and Amy Alan and Amy seem to be stuck to the bomb in such a way that if either of them are removed, the bomb will go off. There's a computer over here, a set of tools on the other side of the room. How will our how will our good looking, very attractive, drama filled heroes get the parents of the good looking detective out of this one? She puts down the microphone. Uh puts down the It's like, Are you guys ready for the final challenge?
2: Are Topanga and Angela there? No,
1: they're not.
3: Um, what time of the day is right. it now?
1: Um, Early evening. It's great lighting. They, they saved the scene for early evening because they it was the best now. lighting.
3: Mm. And can I ask what the moon's placement is? Um, Would you say it's selection. looking a little full?
1: You know what? Why not?
3: I have to reveal, I am a mysterious one, as I mentioned earlier. And sometimes I just have to ah uh, ooh. I'll uh, ooh all over the place. And I am not only a <laughs> oh medium for pets, but I'm also sometimes a werewolf as well. Okay. And my werewolf powers all are becoming stronger and stronger as it gets darker and darker.
1: I love it. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the producer's just like, yeah, put this girl in makeup. Let's make her a werewolf. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and this is how I'm going to fight and uh, the people to get Amy and Alan free with my werewolf. I love it. Uh, Ooze. Can, can I
4: ask what Amy and Alan are like attached to the bomb with just like rope or is it like duct tape <laughs> or? I,
1: I think we're, we're, we're going to say it's like Very advanced technology looking shackles, like metal with wires and wires and things with a failsafe that will detonate the bomb if they're removed. Um, There's a clock. It's not running yet because we haven't set action Um, with 15 minutes on it above the above the bomb. And uh, that's where we're at right now.
0: All right. Okay.
1: I'm um, feeling a little pressure. Uh Sarah, I would love if you added to your inventory werewolf.
3: Is this like my werewolf doll? Like my American girl doll, but just a werewolf? Uh, it, <laughs>
1: I I think it's just you right. Oh, now. I'm the
3: okay, yeah, I'm the werewolf. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's in there. I think I have to I have to erase the two guns into one. Good thing I brought my handy dandel handy dandy werewolf pencil. <laughs> handy dandel is way better. Handy Handle Dandel.
5: <laughs> Alright. That was gonna be my character name if Spark didn't work out. Handle Dandle.
2: Handy Dandal of Sparky <laughs> Sandals. Handy Dandel, Sparky <laughs> Sandle. <laughs> I love this.
1: This is great. Okay. A great energy. Um all right. The producer's like, if that's if that's everything, we've got this girl werewolfed out, uh, every, everything seems go- to be going good. Yeah.
0: All right. And,
3: and that's why so I've been so tempered today as well, because of the full moon. Not because I'm irrational or, you know, not even keeled. It's just my werewolf skills. Uh, I'm just going to take that as an apology for how you treated I'm me. I'm not going to apologize. But... if
4: yeah, you don't have to apologize. I understand it's the full moon.
3: Like you just, you I just guess don't, we're good. Thank you, you, you for just apologizing. You don't know what only I am going through. You just don't know.
5: I'm going to grab Hazel and go, it's a metaphor. It's <laughs> um,
3: yeah, fine. Fine.
2: I just kind of look at him. That was very impressive. That was a nice pull. (laughs) Uh, I think Patricia's
1: like, man, I wish we had had the camera on for that scene.
3: There's
1: no B roll. Uh, uh, oh, we did get it on the B roll in... camera. Good, good. We'll throw that in there sometime. What would you say?
4: Um, can have we been able to see what the tools are? Like, have no. when? Um, so they haven't said like these are your tools. They didn't show them to us. No,
1: no. There's a pile of tools and uh, a computer and the parents attached to a bomb. Um, but I mean, it's a challenge. You guys have to like one of you has to win it or s- mm. multiple of you have to win it or something. But.
3: It's a... Hazel, didn't you have tools
4: as well? Um, I only had the belt mm-hmm. that I broke, the smartphone, the prop gun, and this really cool oh. hat. <laughs> oh. I just have a lot of pockets
3: to carry oh. all of this in,
4: in my tan houndstooth okay. overall. But there's
3: no tools there. It was just the opportunity to have tools there. It's true. <laughs> yes.
4: It's. A, I
5: mean, she's always prepared for tools. <laughs>
2: Uh, Whenever they might present themselves.
4: Yeah.
1: All right. The producers like, all right, we got 15 minutes on the clock, guys, and action. What do you guys do? Uh,
4: I kind of want to huddle with the team really quick. Um, and, I'm good at this. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, come in. I have, I have an idea. Uh, have you noticed that anyone in the family has been missing from this entire? production. Morgan. Morgan. What's the little boy's name?
2: Oh, Morgan, yes.
4: (laughs) Josh, but no, (laughs) Um, no. Uh, So Morgan's been missing, and I think that in the end, you know, because this is a TV show and it's not a real bomb, that maybe Morgan is, like, inside Mm. of it, and... I'm going to call her on my smartphone to see if there's, like, any ringing that comes from inside the bomb.
2: Huh? So. Seems like an astute observation. Okay. Um, Why did we have to huddle up for that?
4: Well, because I,
3: I wanted to see what you guys thought, and I wanted to see if you noticed that Morgan wasn't around. Uh, okay. I think that we should just do brute force and just start ripping <laughs> chains. Okay, but... All oh, right, so maybe we should go and see what kind of tools yeah. are
4: over there. But no.
1: Wait, are you going to call Morgan? Because yeah. I
4: have lots of... Well, they kind of made me uh, think that was a stupid idea. But sure, I'll call as we walk over. Um, I
1: think there is a ringing coming from somewhere on this floor. But you can't really tell where.
4: Hmm.
3: Hmm.
1: But then it's silenced very quickly.
3: Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I'm going
1: to go to the computer. Okay, so you went to the computer. Um, and who's going to the tools?
4: I want to go to the tools.
3: I have lots of pockets for tools. Okay. <laughs>
2: She wants to steal the tools. That's it.
3: No. I, I kind of just want to start gnawing at the chains.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Um. You were informed before that if the chains break, oh. the bomb will go off.
3: I forgot that part. I am a two in the himbo scale, after all. <laughs> Well, never mind uh. with the dying, I mean. But maybe, is are there any, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to look around. I'm going to look around, see if there's any pets that or ghost pets that I can ask what we should do. Okay.
1: Okay. And Alden, what are you doing? I
5: think I'm going to go over, and this is twofold, he's going to kind of talk to Amy and Alan and start telling them old football stories. <laughs> and he's just trying to be fun and friendly, but my hope is that it, it annoys them to the point where they kind of tell him what they can what i can do to get them out
1: <laughs> okay okay
5: we're gonna Brilliant.
1: do it we're gonna resolve these in this order um i think we're gonna do cameron uh, going to the computer then we're gonna do tanya at the tools and then <laughs>
2: we're gonna look for ghost pets and then we're gonna talk to the pair. Um, so first Cameron at the computer alright so I'm going to look and see if there's any files on the computer that are like bomb like if there's just a program on there that's (laughs) set up to set the bomb off and maybe I can go in and delete it or (laughs) say which wire turns the bomb off you know try to find that information okay okay Um, well to get into the computer you need a password hmm I try a password one what what is that just the word password Oh, you would Or the one at the end. <laughs> Password one. Uh, it doesn't work. You had to put a password on it. Didn't need a chance. <laughs> can I hack into the computer? Can uh, I just say I hack into it? Can, I mean, can you? And you tell me. I, I think so. It's going to be a roll. I think I have good experience from the library of helping people get into their account. <laughs> Whenever they're locked out. Okay, I'll give you two dice to hack into the computer. Sure, why not? That's right, you do.
1: <laughs> Double twos. Double twos. You are rolling for Scholar. So,
2: um, you figure out the password is, um... It's a good... Whose computer is it? Huh? Whose computer is it? Well, it's the President of the United States' computer. Sean Hunter 5 ever. <laughs> sure. Sean Hunter 5 ever. Uh, actually, it's it's Eva.
1: Eva. Eva. Yeah. 5-EBA. Um, okay. So, you get into the computer, um, and there's a lot of files, like a lot of files, and they're all labeled, like
2: all. I click on history <laughs> to see the most recently accessed. File. Um, you know, it's still just a ton of files. Well, I just click on the most recent one. <laughs>
1: okay. And uh in <laughs> Sorry, having a moment. Okay. Um, so in the <laughs> bomb file, uh I mean, there's nothing, there's like a lot of code. Do you know how to read code?
2: I think I can uh, pull out my phone and I can be researching because I have my library card. So I'm pulling lots of books on code on my phone while this is going on. Love it. Go ahead and roll two dice for me. Scholar again. A three and a five. What's your number? Four. Four.
1: So, um, okay, here's what I'll tell you about, about the code. It's nonsense. It is absolute nonsense, um, but you do figure out um, that there is a sequence that you can type into this computer to disarm the bomb. Um, It's set up to disarm if the sequence is discovered.
2: All right. I relay that
1: information. Okay. Okay. Tanya. You're at the tools. What do you do?
4: Um, I'm looking to see if there's like a really, really, really long like hole or something that I can kind of wedge like between the chains and the bomb and try to like slide the bomb out of the chains. And then like oh. the chains don't have to break and the bomb can just like slide out of the chains. Okay. Um,
1: I think that in the tools area there's nothing super long but i think there's a broom a crowbar um and then a few like crazy looking gadgets that are obviously that their use is not immediately like there's two um their use is not immediately apparent uh and then there's like the standard equipment like Uh, A hammer, screwdriver, wrench, that kind of stuff. Uh,
4: Okay, and you said that the the other two items, I don't know what they are, but like, are they like longer? Like, Uh, no, they're both. Or are they just random tools, like small tools?
1: They're they're smaller for sure. Um, One kind of looks like it would be like a futuristic sort of ray gun. Um, uh, Maybe it it could be a drill-like item, Um, and then the other one looks like a stick with doodads on both ends.
0: Mm-hmm. Have you
1: do uh, that. One, the one that looks like a ray gun or a drill has a trigger and the doodad one has a butt.
4: Are these sex toys? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't. I I don't know the answer to that right now.
4: Okay, so seems like it'd be easy. I'm going to take, (laughs) I'm going to take anything can be the broom Mm -hmm. and the crowbar, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to take the two pieces of my belt that just like broke, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to kind of attach the handle of the broom to the crowbar, um, hoping that I can kind of like use the crowbar end to pull the bomb out. Okay okay of the chains
1: um i think you have the know-how to do this um or uh, the the tools to do this i don't know that you would have the know-how because you're not a bomb expert so let's do two dice you're trying to brute force it so we'll do himbo and you're rolling high
0: okay
4: a five and a two okay
1: so that's one success, right? Because you're a three.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, okay. So I think uh, you are gonna knock over the bomb, um, and Alan's gonna. But the ch- nothing's gonna, the chains are gonna stay connected, um, and it's gonna pull Alan and Amy forward. And Alan's like, "Hey, hey, what are you doing?" Stop that. This is a huge bomb you're messing with. And uh, Amy's going to be like, he's right. You should be more careful around explosives, young lady.
4: I feel fully chastised.
1: (laughs) It was a young lady that really did it. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: I barely had parents. I don't know how to do parents super well.
3: (laughs) You're doing a great job. So I'm I'm, uh, making moves. I'm starting to channel something. Um... I'm starting to feel the energy of a Disney dolphin named Amber. And at first she was just whining and crying about how she's lonely. But then I made some connections with her. And I said, boo-boo, I'm so sorry that you're a lonely dolphin. But, like, you gotta help me out, sis. Um, And Amber starts, like, you know, making some Morse code sounds. Um... In dolphin language, and I'm assuming that this could be Morse code for the um, the the code to disable the bomb.
1: Okay, this brilliant. This, thank you, Amber. I mean, go ahead and roll your three dice. Um, uh, Yeah.
3: Um, Okay. The dice just fell out of my hand accidentally. So should this count? I will say yes. I I will say yes. No cheating. This is a one. I'm sorry. Okay. Four.
1: Okay. That's and five. One. Okay. So two successes. Um yeah, I think I think the dolphin is tapping out some more's code to you. Um, and I think he tells you that the, the first, le- that it is, you get two pieces of information from this dolphin. I think he tells you that it is an eight, uh, eight digit. Wait, let me count. Seven digit, um, uh, number. And that the first letter is, or the first number is an eight. Thank
3: you, Amber. You're a real, a real G. Hope you find your love soon.
1: The, uh, sorry. The last number. Oh. Sorry. Amber, Amber gets confused six, seven, sometimes. Five,
3: seven,
1: <laughs> yes. Amber, Amber is like, I'm so sorry. That was, that was so embarrassing. Um. So do you want to keep that information to yourself, or are you telling everybody?
3: This is a competition, after all. <laughs> I'll keep it to myself all right. for now.
1: That sounds wonderful. All right. And Alden, you're talking to the Matthews. Um, they they got a little interrupted when um, their bomb <laughs> fell over. <laughs> but
5: I didn't miss it. Like, I just, I didn't miss a beat. <laughs> You just kept <laughs> I still just kept talking about my fo- old football games while the bomb was falling over.
1: Who, who are you focusing on? We're gonna Alan. Al, you're, you're focusing on Alan. Really talking to him. Yeah. Um. And you're trying to an- annoy him, basically. Yes. Okay. Um. I think I think you, you're prepared for this role. I think you're good. Why don't you go ahead and roll three himbo dice for me?
5: I'll pass. Uh, three, five, and a two, which is my number. All
1: right. Go ahead and ask a question. Um. What is
5: being hidden from us?
1: Um, hmm. You get the insight that um you get the insight that there's going to be quite a few twists as you enter in the the sequence or start disarming the bomb you get the sense that there is Mm. two ways to do this um but there's going to be twists introduced as it goes along okay and i think yeah i think your your thing worked um i think your thing worked and alan is just so frustrated he's like i wasn't supposed to tell anyone this but i did hear that this that the third number in the sequence is an I. Um, you don't get to hide that because he yells it at you. Now okay. Leave me alone. So there I was. I was throwing the
2: ball. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't
5: leave
2: Alan alone. <laughs> okay. Leave me alone. I'd rather not. Um Right now,
1: Cameron is the only one who knows how to put input letters into the sequence. Well, I must admit, I'm
2: rather stumped. Well, you have a letter. The letter I. An I? You said the third letter was an I.
1: I'm really tired, apparently. It's a one. Oh. Okay. I I thought maybe it was a one. I
5: thought that was like one of your twists. No,
1: it's a one. (laughs) I I probably shouldn't have come up with a specific number, but here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Alright, so we have one number. We have two numbers. We don't right. know
2: that. Yes, you're right. You don't know that. A ghost told her what to a ghost, <laughs> ghost of a <adult>. dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Just as you would expect at the top of the Washington Memorial. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so can we uh, can we try to contact Morgan again or try to figure out where that sound came from?
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you
3: can. Hazel, Absolutely. do you, you mind tell me sh- how you can do it? trying to call her again? And we can, I'll use my radar hearing to try to figure out where the sound's coming from. <laughs> Yeah, but can, can I use uh, someone else's
4: phone? Because maybe she didn't answer because she didn't want to talk to me. I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, lots
3: of people have issues with me. <laughs> you could you can use my phone. Here's my phone. Your radar is not on your phone, now. No, right? no but there okay, is just- a picture of you on my phone with an X on it as my screensaver. <laughs> is that X your brother? <laughs> <laughs> just take the phone. <laughs> <laughs> all right
4: so i guess i'm calling morgan again beep <laughs> beep 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 that's the number okay
1: oh wow.
3: it's coming from um. over here
1: yeah, yeah. I think uh, somewhere among the live studio audience, there is a ringing that get, it gets silenced immediately after it rings the first time.
3: But I was able to hear. Oh
1: yeah, you exactly. were exactly. You know it's coming from the audience.
3: So I come to the audience and I start screaming at everybody, "Hey, you mother effers! I'm gonna beat you up with my werewolf skills if you don't come out and show me where Morgan is."
2: Oh wow. <laughs> Um, And
3: and then, does she come out? uh, She feels very scholarly. (laughs) I think this is a himbo roll.
1: (laughs) For sure. Um, We gotta see how this threat is taken. Um, But yeah, I think you've got the information. You're a werewolf. Go ahead and roll three dice.
3: Okay. One. That makes me very mad. One. <laughs> uh, and a two, which is my which is my number.
1: Okay, so you succeed, but with complications. So go ahead and ask a question before we. I I
3: I want to know what um I I want to know you know I want to know what Sparky's motivation is right now. Like, does Sparky <laughs> even want to win? Does he just want to cry? <laughs> he just wants this turtle back.
1: Yeah. I, I think Sparky's motivation right now, um, and this is me as the GM answering as honestly as I possibly can, is he's just really trying to relive those good old days and make sure everyone relives them with him. Mm.
5: That's absolutely it. Like, he wants to win more than anything, but he forgot that. Yeah. Because he's like, I can talk about my football yeah. game. On national television. He
3: forgot. Okay. That's so sad. Um <laughs>
1: I think, um, At, from your threats, um, Maureen does step out of the crowd, and a big, like, dun-dun-dun plays, and she goes, and she's like, I don't respond well to threats, and I know
2: something, but I'm not telling you. I poke my head up, well now, Morgan dear, why don't you come <laughs> over here and have a, have a sit down. Let's just have a little chat. There's no chairs in here. I brush off the tabletop that the computer's sitting on. The computer's still there. I didn't knock that to the side. There's always a place to, to sit here. There are, everyone's welcome. You have a weird accent. Ew. <laughs> well, you're very rude.
4: Wait. <laughs> has, has, has Morgan not she, aged? She, she <laughs> has <hated laughs> aged.
2: She has aged. She's just an adult who acts exactly like Morgan.
4: <laughs> I can see that.
2: Amy and Alan, you let your daughter talk to people this way? Uh, Amy goes, well, our daughter-in-law did attach us to a bomb, so. <laughs> <laughs> Point taken. Anyway, Morgan, well, any help you could provide would be most most greatly appreciated in this moment of great tri- trial and tribulation.
1: I think you get to roll two dice for this. And it's a scholar roll. Isn't it always? A one and a six. Okay. You ran ran the spectrum there. Um, oh, goodness. What does Morgan say? Give me a number! She says... <laughs> <laughs> She says, uh, well, so you'll stop talking to me. I'll, I'll tell you this. It's probably going to be easier to disarm the bomb with tools than it is going to be to find all seven numbers. Do you happen to know any of those Does everybody numbers? hear this? Uh, maybe. What? Does everybody hear this? Um, I don't know. Are you talking for everyone to hear? Or? I mean, I feel like it's in front of the whole studio audience. This is for okay. television. Okay. So yes, all of you hear that. Uh, she goes, I might know one of the numbers. I just don't know why I should tell you. I believe I've been very civil. Well, you failed your roles, so... <laughs> She doesn't say that. Just just rude. Yeah. Who's next?
5: While, since I heard her say that, can I walk over and grab one of the tools, like the little thing with the doodads on each side and press a button, see what happens?
1: Uh, Sure. Um, So all it does, if you just pick it up and press it, is uh, both sides light up. One side lights up red and one side lights up green. Curious. I want to walk over to
5: the bomb and touch it with the the green end. Okay. (laughs) Great.
1: Love it. Um, You press the button with the bomb, and uh, the bomb makes a hissing sound when you do. Uh Uh-oh. Like like an air-releasing sound.
2: Maybe we shouldn't do that one again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm...
5: I don't know what to do
4: can i go over to the tools and grab the laser drill thing sure okay and then um i uh, start to look for places that i'm because to me it looks like a drill i start to look for places that might have a uh, thing like screws and stuff that i can start to loosen with the drill
1: um sure I are, are you have you pulled the trigger yet no Okay, I would say that you the bomb surface it has lots of panels on it, but if there are screws, they're hidden.
3: Okay, should I push the button? <laughs> maybe the um, the thing that lights up is like a little detector, uh, like a metal detector thing, and it tells you where the screws are, so that you can use the laser where it turns green on the bomb. So yeah, so while so maybe dolphin give you that one. <laughs> <laughs> So, um like Just
2: creating unnecessary
3: drama. <laughs> so, can I give that a go?
1: Do you want to really do that? Uh sure, yeah. Why don't you roll scholar for me? But since the 3 of you are doing it together, go ahead and roll 3 dice.
3: Okay. 4, that's not good. 1. There we go. And 1.
1: Okay. Ooh. I think the three of you work together and you use the rod and you figure out it's a, it's a detector um, and then uh, Tanya you figure out or Hazel uh, I should say uh, figures out that the uh, gun is a fake laser um, and uh, with your direction you find the um, weak point in the panel and Hazel's able to burn it open okay. with the laser. Wow. So now you guys have a panel with, like, knobs and wires and all sorts of whatnot.
3: Now can I gnaw that? (laughs) Hmm.
1: (laughs) Uh, Actually, before you do that, (laughs) I'm going to spend the very last producer's point. And uh, when the panel is revealed, the whole room like all the leds everywhere and everything go red and a uh plays um and a door opens up and in walks madam president herself angela hunter um she still looks great she's fabulous absolutely fabulous she's she looks at the screen and is like you'll never get away with this good-looking detectives you see you may disarm this bomb and save the uh and save the parents of the good-looking detective but can you save your own and <laughs> <laughs> she points over and your families your families all four of you are tied to their own <laughs> bonds.
4: <laughs> How big are these bombs because um I have a really big family. Like there's like 30 people <laughs> strapped to that bomb. Like we're a farm <laughs> family. There's a lot of us there. Um so yours is actually
1: outside on the lawn with all your brothers and <laughs> sisters. <laughs> like we couldn't fit hers inside the building.
3: If it's just Marky, you could just let him go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the producer's like, that wasn't really your brother. <laughs> this is like the family and all the, uh,
2: uh, in all the reels. Uh,
4: okay. okay.
2: <laughs> like in the bachelor where they go to their hometown. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mom, Paul,
1: Beaumont, and your uh, your your parents and your <laughs> siblings, if they're there, all pulling like
0: help us save us.
4: Mm. Okay, well, I mean, we know how to open the panels, but we don't know how to disarm it completely.
1: Um, and now Angela is on set, like the president. The president is there. Of the United States.
5: First, I'm going to be like, can't believe, Madam President, just called me good looking. <laughs> She's right, Mom, Dad, did you hear that? Thank God they brought you in here for that <laughs> told you I'd be something someday
1: your parents are like the least animated and they're like okay sure
0: <laughs>
1: whatever son you'll never get
2: away with this I'm the president of the United States I already have <laughs> oh, 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 all right you're right Fair well this certainly is bacon my noodle <laughs> the clock. Strikes ten minutes.
5: Ten minutes left,
1: or five minutes. Ten left? Ten minutes left. It's, it's
5: counting. Wait,
4: down. we've only been doing this for five <laughs> minutes. This is
1: the longest five minutes it's ever existed. <laughs> oh, now do you want to try to gnaw the panel?
3: Yeah, give it a go. I'll, 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 I'll try hmm. it. Um, you know, like I'll, I'll give it a little chew, just to see. <laughs> just to see.
1: I think you cut one of the wires, and again, the bomb releases like a, like a pressure, like a. Tsh-
3: I feel like that's a good thing. Uh,
1: but the safety regulations are poor, and you do get a shock.
3: Oh. <laughs>
1: they did not expect you to gnaw on the bomb.
3: <laughs> oh, now good my hair's all crazy. Where's the makeup department? <laughs> cut. Cut. Do her hair. Do her hair.
1: All right. What's everybody else doing? Your families are on set now. Why are you doing all this, Madam President? What, what for? What's the point? Ooh. That's a good question. Um, hmm. I guess you're gonna try to convince her to talk? Mm hmm. How?
2: I'm good looking.
1: You're gonna try to seduce the president?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, certainly part of it. Think of your re election. If you do this, how? It, who's gonna vote for the president who blew everybody up? This is my second term. There is no re Laws can be changed. <laughs> Let's not, let's not pretend <laughs> Topanga becomes the president and you're the vice president. Who even cares at this
1: point? Uh, she goes, oh, he knows the plan.
2: <laughs> Everybody knows the plan. Um. hmm. Okay,
1: you're, you've made this more scholarly. I, I'm going to let you choose. Do you think this is scholar or himbo? I don't know.
2: Probably more himbo, if I'm being honest.
1: All right, two himbo dice.
2: Three and a four, and a four is my number. So blessedly,
1: one success then. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: Um, okay. And I get to ask a question. And you get to ask a question. I want to know what the Madam President Angela Hunter's motivation is.
3: Well done.
2: (laughs) Well, um, so you, Cameron Liner,
1: or no, you Beaumont, Bertrand Beaumont, Bertrand Beaumont. Um, you come to a realization. This the, is all a TV show,
2: <laughs> and none of it's... <laughs> the,
1: the deepest motivation of Angela is helping out a friend, but also bringing back the good old days when Bill Clinton played saxophone with the Olsen twins. Just those good old days when the president was out there having fun with people. Um, but her fake motivation is uh, that she is trying to make some kind of convoluted statement about violence on television. <laughs> violence on television being bad being bad however all she says to you is my motivations are my own and i don't want a new good-looking detective we've still got the old one Mm, true that is (laughs) you understand the madam president probably better than anyone at this
2: point i sure do (laughs) all
1: right what's
5: everybody else doing trying to think of what a football player would do in this situation. I don't tackles the President of the United States. Right? I keep thinking I tackle a bomb, but that's not a good idea.
4: Man, there's so many of them. Like, which one do you choose? Your parents are obviously not the choice because they don't even care about you. There's
5: five bombs, yes. I'm going to throw a tool at one of the bombs. Like a football? Like a football. Just to see if I can disarm it. Huh. <laughs> okay. Listen, listen, it's late in real life and on the TV show, so I'm having a hard time thinking of things.
1: Um, Which bomb?
5: The one with Amy and Alan on okay. it, because they started this whole thing.
1: Okay, go ahead and roll three dice, I think. I think you're prepared. I think you're an expert.
5: Three, three, five, and I'm a two. Okay. Um, Figure that out, DM.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I appreciate it. <laughs> so you th- just chucking heavy metal at this bomb um i think what happens is it hits amy and allen's bomb and there's a very like solid sound like a very solid sound but it bounces off that bomb and goes and hits two of the other bombs um kind of captain america shield style and those two bombs ring a little hollow Hmm.
3: can i use can i use my werewolf teeth on the, um, on the hollow bomb?
1: Uh, sure. Yeah.
3: Okay. You can. I'm gonna do it on Hazel's family because I want to show Hazel that I'm not a total B-word. B- b- and I want to... Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use my werewolf teeth to try to crack open that bomb. Okay.
1: Love it. Go ahead and roll three dice for me. Uh, this is definitely a himbo. Roll. Four. You're rolling high.
3: Three. Oh no, it fell. Oh, and a two, which is my number.
2: Okay. Three successes. And she saves the day. <laughs> she saves the day.
1: <laughs> um and go ahead and ask your question and then I'll tell you what happened.
3: Okay. Um I want to know I wanna know, like, if Bo wants to win. What's Bo's motivation?
0: Hmm.
1: You know, I think Bo tries to show people that he really cares about others and um, really cares about the children. But really, he just wants to be the next good-looking detective because it would show everyone that he's good-looking.
3: Mm, got it. Got Who it. He doesn't? Um, now can i bite things yes
1: um you know i think you you go at that bomb expecting it to be as tough as the last bomb um it's it's not it's like super weak and hollow there's nothing in it i think you realize this bomb is a decoy like your families aren't in any real danger this is just adding unnecessary
2: conflict to the show other than the actual bomb that's right there Yes, but if it went off, you know it's not just gonna kill the
3: two. Okay, so I'm making sure everyone knows this. Let's ignore our families. We don't care about them anyway. Um, and Got it. let's just. Get Amy and Alan free. Are there
2: other Are there other tools we haven't used yet? I mean, there's all the standard tools, the handymany tools, but are the weird ones we've already used to yeah. find the panel. You've already used those to find the panel. Yeah. What's the panel look like?
1: Um, like I said, it's got some knobs, it's got some screws, it's got some wires. One of the wires is not open. True, true. Hazel, what are you doing?
4: Um, uh, sleeping in a corner. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No. Um, Is there anything like pliers, like needle-nose pliers, or anything like small and sharp that I can like...
1: Absolutely, there are needle-nose pliers.
4: Okay, so I'm going to go get those, and I'm going to... Uh, snap the wire that is not like you said there's a wire that's not snapped or a wire that's not open. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna snap that wire. Okay.
1: Uh go ahead and roll two dice for me. And this is this is fairly scholarly. We all blow up. One
4: and a three. Oh nice. Yeah, one and a that's three. That's
1: your number, right?
4: <clears throat> <clears throat> all right,
1: what's your question?
4: Uh what is Eric thinking right now?
1: Uh Eric is thinking we've got we've got werewolves, we've got football stories, we've got whatever you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, eric i could find eric is like this is this, this is good tv um he's happy with the way things are going uh so yeah that's what he's thinking um you take the pliers and you snap the bomb and it reveals a second panel underneath of, with a dial oh
4: goodness <laughs> are there numbers around the dial the, there like... are
1: numbers around the dial it's kind of like a bike lock
4: oh, oh. goodness i'm so bad at those um, and we still haven't found out any other numbers, right? No. Just the one? Mm-hmm. Did you, and then yeah, Margot's secret yes. number?
3: i gonna, you know, maybe do another, like, sweep. Let's see if there's any other, like, maybe letter numbers on the walls or something like that. or.
1: Absolutely. I, and you know what? I'm gonna let you roll three dice on this looking for numbers...
3: I, let's do
1: himbo roll. Um, uh, you roll three dice on a himbo roll. Okay, four,
3: three, three. Okay, that's yeah,
1: that's a great success. I
3: found all the numbers.
1: I'll say <laughs> you found uh, two numbers. Okay. Um, but you don't know where they go yet. Okay. Um, there's an eight and a five.
3: Okay. I'm going to tell people about the eight and the five that I found, mm-hmm. but I don't know where it goes.
2: No. I thought Cameron was going to say something, but he didn't. No, I just, I have no idea. cannot solve your bomb I'm puzzle. at a loss.
1: I mean, I don't really have a bomb puzzle.
5: I'm gonna ask Amy and Alan if there are any important phone numbers that they can think of that could be used Ooh. as this combination.
2: Um, it is a
1: seven-digit number. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amy says, mm, "I'm gonna make you roll for this." Um, so how are you asking? Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just. And,
5: but how are do you guys know any like you know any uh, good phone numbers that like that uh angela might have used to set this block
1: um go ahead and roll two dice for me and you're trying to do i think you're trying to do scholar because you're trying to figure something out
5: yeah oh one and a four okay um what's your number
1: two two so you got one success so like you had to yeah. have gotten one um no that's right you're the only one with any scholar mm-hmm. um <laughs> okay genius. i think this is what amy tells you to that to that angela's just an actor you need to remember this is eric's show I'm gonna yell, Eric, what's your favorite number? <laughs> <laughs> um I think he goes to answer and then Feeney puts a hand on his shoulder and he's like, Nice try. <laughs>
2: Rats. Seem like such a good good idea but
1: just to reward you for your quick thinking i think he does go uh, i mean um
2: nice try Is that up foot like five foot like four <laughs> i think it was a foot like five all right
1: all right if we're looking for numbers how else are we looking for them
2: i mean i go and look at the panel because you said there were like other not the tourney dial but on the outside there were like knobs and things i want to see if any of those are set to numbers Ooh, that's scholarly mm-hmm go ahead and roll two dice for me i only ever get to roll two well, do and something a librarian six, but a four is my number yes um <laughs> i want to read eric's mind and see what the number is <laughs>
1: that's not the kinds of things you get to learn from the judges. what's the
2: production team thinking what, what are they
1: thinking where they at where where are they at um you know this scene is curiously absent of production members they're still backstage they're plotting something Um, Okay, and you get the number three. You don't know where it goes. If you would have
2: done a full success, I would have even told you where it goes. Do you tell everyone your number? I tell them if there's a three. Hmm. It's like we got a panel. We've got the panel behind the panel because, of course, there's a panel behind the panel. Is there a panel behind that panel? It's panels all the way down. It's all panels. Oops, all panels.
1: (laughs) You got to remember, like, I don't have notes in front of me or anything. So this is a pretty loose
2: puzzle.
5: I'm gonna knock. I'm gonna tackle like tackle dummy one of the bombs and see if there's anything underneath one of the the empty bombs.
4: Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> Whose parents <laughs> are you
5: tackling?
4: Yeah. Like, I, 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 um, not mine. They're outside.
5: True. I, I'm
1: gonna go with my own parents.
5: Okay. Because I I would imagine like they've practiced football with me or they did when I was a kid. So.
1: Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. Go ahead and roll three dice.
5: All success. Two, three, four. Okay.
1: So you get to ask a question. Um. What's the
5: real challenge?
1: Um. Um, the real challenge is to build tension. Uh, is to build tension <laughs> and put on a good show. You okay. will. It will be very hard to fail this challenge. Um, and sure enough, under one of the bombs is a zero.
3: Hmm.
1: I tell everybody. Okay.
3: I found a zero. Okay. So I'm going to. Um, I'm going to now. Did Morgan? ever she never told us a number no she didn't I'm, okay so I, I'm gonna go back to Morgan I'm gonna explain to her like you know just girl things between me and her like we're just girls sometimes we have to make up a metaphor for puberty and she should she should understand where I'm coming from it was just a tough day you know we we had beef but I'm, I you know I'm on the apology tour now and I'm gonna say I know you have a number like girl to girl help me out I I will, you know, can mm. I I will connect you to any of your previous pets that you want if you just help <laughs> sure. me out.
1: Uh, I'm going to let you roll two dice for this one, but I'm going to let you roll a himbo roll.
3: Okay. Five. Oh, no. I dropped it again. A three. Okay.
1: Both are successes. Um, Morgan goes, Eric's so immature. There are two zeros.
3: Okay. So, Morgan, and you won't tell me where the zero resides?
1: Oh, my goodness. I've figured it out. No, I'm not allowed to tell you where the zeros reside.
2: I've also figured I it out. I just go over and start typing five three one eight zero zero eight Boobies upside down. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, yeah. Um, so I got to roll for it. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't know the last number. Well, there's seven numbers.
3: But you don't know my eight. <laughs>
2: well, I just figured it out. <laughs> Everyone knows that the boobies number. <laughs> okay. I feel like there's a I mad
3: dash to the lock.
2: <laughs> Every all of us
1: rush over. To... <laughs> Ooh, yeah, a mad dash to the lock. I love that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, what do each of you do? We... I throw my banana peel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs>
2: All right. He
1: saved it for the perfect moment. Tanya, are you involved in this mad dash?
4: Um, I mean, I'm dashing, okay. but I don't have anything left to throw or anything, so...
1: So right now, what it's looking like is you're all going to make a himbo roll. Cameron, okay. since he's got the the uh, banana peel, can do, use two dice. Um, does anyone else have a reason why they should use more than one dice? Well,
5: football player, I feel like I was made for this. Although, I do have one bad shoulder. <laughs> it's
1: true. <laughs> Okay, we'll add a dice to you, too. I
3: got speedy feet. She's a werewolf
1: right now. Oh, you are, she is a werewolf. Yeah. You're right. C- Cameron just helped you. You get another extra dice, too. You
2: know, we're all a team. i have just throwing a banana peel at everyone. <laughs> Tanya?
4: Um, I found one last little piece of beef jerky in my pocket, so I had a little extra protein. Okay.
1: <laughs> sure. You get to roll two dice, too. Everyone make a himbo roll. Okay.
3: One. I got a one and a six and a one.
5: Wow. I got a two and a six. And a three and a five. Okay.
1: So you failed everything,
2: right? No, my number's a four. So I rolled above
1: it. Oh, those. you rolled a five. That's right, that's right. I I don't know why I was thinking that. I'm very tired, just like
3: everybody else. So I think uh-huh. that that means that Spark got it, right?
1: You
5: got two successes? Two and a six. Yeah, I got two successes. Yeah, you got two
1: successes. Alright. So you get there first. What are you typing in? Five, three, one eight zero zero eight all right uh sure enough the screen goes green and amy and alan are released angela looks very embarrassed (laughs) she's like that's not the number i would have picked i I had a henchman pick it (laughs) Mm -hmm. a likely story ma'am um and
5: your politics won't save you here (laughs)
1: Um, she's just like, I can't believe that was the actual number. Um, and then, uh, your families, their chains all come off and they all come and embrace you and hug you. Um, and then like, they have, they have that happen several times again and again, so they can get it at different angles, you know, like your family's coming Mm -hmm. to embrace you and they're like, act happy, act happy. Um, so.
4: Is, um... Is Sparks' family coming towards him, or no, because they don't know if he's one well, yet? Well, to get the free... And he
1: tackled them. Uh, to get the free trip to uh, Washington, D.C., they had to, like, pretend like they wanted to be there. Reluctantly for, hugging you know. me? <laughs> okay. Not tracks. I would imagine then, at
5: first... They're just like... At first, Sparks, Sparks very confused, <laughs> because he's like, this is the first time my dad has hugged me in so long. But then he realizes it's just for the free trip, and he's like, oh...
1: Um, so yeah, it, it, several times, like, they, they're like, get it from different angles. Um, and Rebecca Alexa comes out. The upset of upsets, the secret code to release the parents, was by Spark Sandals. Who would have thought? Still don't know why I have a microphone in this audio medium.
2: Anyway. Put a hand on his good shoulder. I always believed in Mr. Sandals. <laughs> his ability to come through in the clutch. Well, that's the end of our season. Let's hear from our
1: wonderful she looks longingly at Eric. Our wonderful judges. Um, Eric, Eric is just clapping. That was beautiful. The way you guys figured that out. You just you get me. You get me. All four of you. Um, Feeny's just I don't I don't know why I'm here. Um there was some there was some real cleverness uh, in this, and, uh, I think I know who I want to be the next good-looking detective, um, but I'll have to confer with my co-judge, unfortunately. Um, and there's a lot of clapping, and then Rebecca Alexa comes on. Find out who the next good-looking detective is going to be after this. Um, so we cut to commercial break and you guys are brief like, okay, this is your last talking head moment. Like tell the camera how this season has been for you. Um, let's start with Hazel.
0: Uh,
4: this season has been fantastic. I was able to push myself in ways I had never been able to push myself before. Um, and think of new ways to do things. Uh, at this point though, I think I just want to take all of my new skills back to the farm as soon as possible. Um I I think I learned I'm just I'm not actually cut out for being a detective.
2: That's fair. She's going to win it all. <laughs> um
1: and next up, uh we have we uh, we have marbles.
3: Yeah, for me, I think that there were this season there was a lot of emotional ups and downs. Um I released to the world that I am part werewolf. Um And I hope that I don't get judged for this in the outside world. So I am a little concerned about that. But ultimately, I came on the show to solve crimes, be a detective, and speak to animals both living in this realm and in the next. And ultimately, I think that I was able to accomplish that. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. And now we have Sparks.
5: Spark says, well, I, I just, I always knew I had it, Amy. Um, I was expected, I mean, I didn't learn a whole lot. I, I mean, I always have been a winner, but this is the first time I've done it. So that was great. And then he like turns to the side and he's like, looks at Alan and he's like, yeah, it was 1991. And I was, uh, I threw the ball
2: last second.
1: it cuts away from you real
2: quick Uh, Beaumont well you know I I know I said from the beginning that I was really doing it for the the children but I guess really the child that had the most to learn was the child right here in the heart of Mr. Bertrand Beaumont to realize not just anybody can do it but I can do it and I did it and we did it and it's done (laughs) and I'm tired And I spilled my water, and I'm really thirsty. Okay. And that's how I feel right now. Love it. Um, So
1: uh, Rebecca Alexa comes out, and she's like, It's time to reveal the winner, winner or winners, of this season. But there wouldn't be a spin-off show if these four hadn't if these four had not completed the, their tests so before we go and do the winners who will star in the show we wanted you all to know that all four of these uh wonderful contestants will be invited for parts in the show whether they made it to the starring role or not
3: wow mm. what a dream come true
1: <laughs> um but i can't reveal the winner myself that would be no fun uh so let's bring out our trophy girl um and the the door opens and who should appear but fabulous topanga lawrence uh lawrence hyphen matthews uh she couldn't take his whole last name because she's topanga she he should have taken hers to be honest <laughs> um, um and she comes out and she's like, hello everyone I'm so glad to be here presenting the winners of Good Looking Detective Academy. Um, I've been watching all season, and I love you all. I wish we could have each of you on the show, but there has to be some winners. I've been conferring with Eric and Feeney. Uh, You still owe me another A, Mr. Feeney, by the way. Um, and And they have to come to a decision that there will, in fact, be two new Good Looking Detectives this season.
2: Oh, I'm so nervous.
1: <laughs> Both Mr. Feeney and uh, Eric got to pick one.
3: Wow.
1: Um, first, we need to give a big congratulations to the winner of the final challenge, Spark Sandals. Uh, she looks at you, Sparks, and gives you a little wink. Great job, Sparks. How does it feel to have won the final challenge?
5: I'm. Uh, um, um, yep, I loved it.
1: <laughs> she's like, that's enough. That's enough of you. Great. And, and she's like, back to me. Um, so, first we'll be announcing Mr. Feeney's winner. Mr. Feeney says that the only smart thing that happened in this entire competition was when Mr. Beaumont, Bertram Beaumont, created a flyer to get past past the band without a fight. Mr. Beaumont, if you would, we would love for you to be one of the next good-looking
2: detectives. It would be my honor. Good for you. Your eminence.
1: Good for you. She looks back at the camera.
2: And Eric was just... Absolutely
1: charmed left and right by the other three of you. He said so many of you handled things exactly as he would. But the one who just really constantly was figuring out the problems and solving things the way Mr. Matthews would himself, and then there's just like a drum roll, was of course the guy who tackled a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> and won the competition ultimately. Spark Sandals. Spark's like looking around, like trying to remember who tackled the bomb. And he's like, <laughs>
0: yeah!
2: What do you
1: mean? So, metagaming. I base this on who succeeded the most himbo and the most scholar roles. So, it was you guys. Yay! Uh, well done.
4: <laughs> Good job, guys.
2: Um it helps yikes. to be the only one that was going for the scholar. Yes.
1: Yeah.
4: Uh yeah Hazel and Margot are gonna have their own mm-hmm. spin-off show.
2: Oh, and Isles. <laughs> and Isles. It'll be
1: more popular.
4: It'll like directly mirror the guys' show. Yeah. It'll just be girls.
1: Oh, <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, Sarah, you just kept doing scholar roles. I kept being like, oh, I feel bad.
3: I feel like I am the scholarly, but I'm not. That's the that's the <laughs> trick. Who am I? I think that Margot still needs to have some time to figure that out.
1: Um, Eric's favorite moment of the entire thing was when the secret serviceman was seduced. So... <laughs> that was his favorite moment. Um, it's a good moment. Yeah, but a very good moment. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the game, everybody. Yeah. Sorry it went so late. Well, that was.
4: It's okay. It was such a <laughs> blast. Yeah, it was
1: so good. That was. I. I don't know how
5: you ran that. That was great. <laughs> well, good thanks. job.
4: Yeah. This. So,
3: and thank, thank you, you so guys for having us. Yeah.
1: The... No problem.
4: Yeah. This. Do you guys is... want
1: to plug your podcasts real fast?
3: Yeah. Um. After uh, you guys. Oh, okay.
4: <laughs> I'm operating on, like, one brain cell at the moment. Um, we are the Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World podcast, and you can find us on Twitter at BMG and BMW, um, and you can find our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: Yep, what she
4: said. <laughs>
3: um, yeah. Alden and Tanya, everybody. Um, I had a really great time. This was my first, like, uh, experience like this, and it was a lot of fun. Um... You can find uh, Jess and I um, at Shit Nineties Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, we, like I said earlier in the episode, we do Boy Meets World, Dawson's Creek. We do like random nineties movie content. Like we're gonna do Matilda um, and Hook for the month of July. So we're really excited about that. Um, and yeah, you can find me at Sarah Ferguson.
1: Um and we're Chance and Cameron mm-hmm. at BG World Fever on Twitter and Instagram. Um, yeah, and thank you guys for playing. I'm I'm glad you had fun. Um, I was feeling bad that it was going so long, but
4: no, it was fantastic. It didn't even feel long. Like as the exhaustion took over, I was like, no, no, you're not tired. You're having so much fun. And Sarah, <laughs> it, was it was so, so nice, nice, to nice to meet to you meet
3: guys meet you. too. It was yeah. a lot of fun. I really I really appreciate all the hard work you guys put into it. <laughs> also, Sarah,
4: I cannot believe that was your first time. Like. <laughs> Playing because you were amazing. Uh,
1: I was thinking similar. It
5: was,
2: mm-hmm. You did a great job. You really
1: just leaned
4: right You guys into
5: aren't it. getting an actual spinoff podcast. <laughs> <or show. laughs>
4: you don't know. You don't know that.
2: I guess you <laughs> could. Yeah, that's true. You can do whatever they want.
1: Uh, I just wanted to have fun with Boy Meets World, and that's what we did. So Sure did. I think we succeeded. But that's all I've got.
2: That's all that I've got. You guys? That's all we've right. got. Hi. So, from all of us here then at Boy Meets World Fever, so long, world. So long, world.
0: When a crime breaks out <laughs>